the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. This week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. This is, we got a studio full today on this special uh, Black and White Holiday Edition. <laughs> it's going to be a, a, a very interesting show today. Uh, probably a little bit different than what, what I normally do. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come in this week uh, doing the holiday to do the show. And also to get paid as well. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to have in the studio today. Um, as my co-host today, um, the troublemaker as usual, he's always here to cause trouble. You may not be able to get into too much trouble today. I'm going to listen and when it's time. Are you going to try? I'm going to try. Oh my goodness, man. Uh, we also have, uh, in studio, um, live in studio, my good friend, Lucky Chucky. Anybody know Lucky Chucky from, from, um, from TikTok famous, um, don't make it a good day. Make it a great day. I can't say the other things that he says. <laughs> Lucky Chucky, welcome to Black and Right, brother. Thank you for having me here. You happy? I'm happy. Yeah. I'm always happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even on a rainy day and a gloomy day, I'm always happy. Yeah, that's awesome, brother. Uh, Lucky Chucky brought some friends with him today. Uh, he brought uh, Robert Allegra. Morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, your attorney, Philip Kiss. Right next to me. Good Phillip. morning. Hey, welcome to Black and Right. And, the tr- and uh, you know, I, he may be able to steal your name. Larry, is, is it Biella or Biella? It is Biella. Biella. Larry Biella, um, uh, private investigator. Yes, sir. Actor. Yes. Uh, tru- all around troublemaker. Writer, real estate Re- yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Just, do just do it all. Yep. Jack of it. all trade. That's it. Master of? Of everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really, really be a good show. Look, I mean, right off the back, we got calls. So normally we don't take calls this early, but I, I see somebody that's on there that I want to take this call real quick. Uh, Shannon from Awake, Illinois. Welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, John. How's it going? Happy I'm Labor right. Day weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend to you as well. What, what, yeah, what do we owe the honor of this call? Well, I just wanted to let you know I'm filling up gas, and I was able to put one of my, um, I did that Biden stickers on the gas tank. So I've mm. been doing it solidly for the last uh, few weeks. Um, very, very proud. So yeah. keep it up, everybody that's doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. And, and next week, you'll be in with um, uh, the, the other troublemaker, Jessica Hockett. Yes, I was. that's exactly why I was calling. I want to let you know I can't wait. In one week, I've got some good updates for... Uh, 
particularly for school board candidates. They're going to be circulating ballots or uh, petitions to get on the ballot September 20th. So some good resources. And yes, um, my friend Jessica and I look forward to joining you. Well, I cannot, I cannot wait, you know, the the new terrorist organization, Awake Illinois, uh, to have you in, <laughs> stu- in studio. You know, that's your new moniker <laughs> that so many on the on the left and these progressives are trying to paint you guys. You're just parents who, who got fed up with government intrusion and you, 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 you made your voice loud. That's right. Loud, and we're not stopping for one second. So I look forward to being in studio next weekend, and um, enjoy your holiday. All right. Tell everybody I said hi and and continue to fight. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you, Shannon. Yeah, I mean, uh, any any of you guys in here have heard of Awake Illinois? I've heard of them. You've heard of them? Get close to the mic. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, they've they've been labeled as a, a terrorist organization, and uh, it's just it's 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 sad that you can't have a difference of opinion in today's society without being labeled something in in today's society. Uh, Lucky Chuck, we're going to deal with you because you know you don't have your head- headphones right now. We'll, we'll get those to you after the break. But you you brought your good friend um, Robert Allegra in with his attorney Philip Kisser. We'll start there, and then the next segment we'll we'll, we'll hit Lucky Chucky. And some of the things that you're doing with A and E, you know, I mean, some of the, I mean, you you're everywhere. I, I, I we teased, I teased you the other day. I said, "Do you ever sleep? <laughs> you, do you ever sleep?" Yeah, I, I got a couple. I got a couple hours last night. I'm a good. Couple. Two, three. <laughs> right, I'm good. Two, three, three of them. <laughs> three hours. But um, I, you, you wanted Robert Allegra in here because I, he has a story to tell. Uh, I know you brought his attorney because we don't. I, I don't want to step on toes because there's a there's a there's you, 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 there's an appeal um, to, as far as it comes to the case of Robert Allegra. and you you know you and I were talking before the show. I mean, your 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 Rolodex is pretty pretty wide and pretty long. That's correct. I have a lot of friends and uh, and people I know all over the world. Talk to us. What? Who is Robert Allegra, and and why are you here on Black and Right today? Well, I met Lucky Chucky recently, and and I was impressed on what he's doing, and I had told him that I had a wrongful conviction that I'm working on getting yeah. overturned. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, that's exactly why I brought my attorney so that, that you can have validity to my story. Right. The FBI targeted me back in 2000. Oh, no, they did. Not the FBI. No, not them. Yeah. Not Herber, Herbert Hoover's uh, <laughs> uh, best group that they could ever yeah. put together. Yeah. I mean, so so talk to us. We got about four minutes before the break. Talk to us about the what is the story? What happened um, um, in your story? And, and why did the FBI target you? Well, the FBI came up with a brilliant idea based upon other people that know me that I was rated to be the best pilot that they could ever find. They told me to my face that I was a better pilot than Tom Cruise. And they talked about the movie America made. So in 2012, they started to have people come in and ask if I'd fly drugs. And at that time in my life, I was 60 years old, never done anything like that in my life. And my intentions were never to do anything like that. And they continued to bother me and bother me. And at one particular point in my my life, I decided to say, okay, I know you guys are all informants. I'll play your game. And it's all on on transcripts. And I showed up, and that's where it all went bad. It was in 2015. And at that particular point, they came along and they staged a fake arrest. They had no drugs. The uh, federal prosecutor said that if I don't uh, cooperate, that he'll guarantee me that I'll get 10 years in a federal prison. Wow. So immediately I was scared. Um, I went and hired an attorney. 
that I don't think was the attorney that I should have hired. Right. Unbeknowing to me, he was dying of terminal cancer, and he wasn't working on my behalf. But um, the federal prosecutor came along, and we have proof that he fraudulently got an indictment from the grand jury, or at least we believe he got an indictment from the grand jury. There's still questions. We've asked for the transcripts, and... um, We'll be waiting on the transcripts. We're going to file a motion this week for a second time yeah. to get these transcripts. Well, one of one of the reasons why I, I wanted to have you on the show when when Lucky Chucky told me about it was because, listen, I, I think I think there are a lot of good men and women that work for the FBI. Absolutely. Uh, I, but I also think there are some upper echelon people um, that. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be careful of what words I use because I don't want the FBI to come knocking on my door. Um, but 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 I think there are some people that are in the upper echelons that that don't do the job right. I don't. And a lot of people because the FBI has been in the news for the last especially I'll go all the way back to 2015, uh, especially as it deals with Trump and, and, and some of the things that he said. You know, I, I think I think what they're able to do and how they're able to to, to totally destroy people's lives um that's a scary thought, right? Well, in these, in these post-arrest uh, documents, you'll see, as long as I cooperate, the charges will disappear. This is all genu- derived from the federal prosecutor, and they kept repeating that you know, hundreds of times. Yeah. As long as you cooperate, these charges will disappear. We just want you to, to work with us. Right. Become an informant. Right. Did and they push you to all, become an they informant? They pushed very, very hard. And when I went to meet the federal prosecutor, I'm like, can I say his name? He's no longer in the I'd office. Been, it doesn't bother me. His father's name was Pat Odluski. He worked for the federal prosecution. Uh-huh. He was an AUSA. <clears throat> and he clearly told me that if I don't cooperate, that he'll give me 10 years. Wow. And, and after I asked him what he wanted me to do, they clearly told me they wanted me to start flying their informants back and forth to Mexico, yeah. Colombia, yeah. to bring drugs back and forth for their drug operation. And then he looked at me and he says, I want your computer and your phone, and we're going to target your customer base. Yeah. Well, I've been in the aviation business my whole life. I have people from all over the world, all walks of life. I looked at him and I told him, F you, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And thank, you, thank you for not using profanity. No problem. <laughs> and he, and he looked at me and he says, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah. I says, you're pro- probably right. But I stood up and I said, F you again. And I walked out and I hired an attorney. Yeah. 35 days later, he went and brought an indictment that said that I attempted to possess five kilos of cocaine, a detectable substance with intent to distribute. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Let, we got to go to break, but hold that because there's a discrepancy in the in in the indictment. Was, was it in, in the indictment and in in the, in the in the further transcripts to the court when you filed a certain motion? There's a discrepancy because initially they said five, but when we come back, there's some more information that you have about this. And you know, this is I, my my good friend on YouTube, Robert Blakemore, says you can indict a ham sandwich for the grand jury. This is true. I, I really believe that that the whole grand jury process needs to be looked at uh, because nobody's there to defend you. So when we get back from black from the break, more with Robert Allegra and Lucky Chucky. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. 
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. We got a studio full today. We got the Troublemaker here. We have Philip Kiss, attorney at law, um, Larry Biella, uh, Lucky Chucky from TikTok fame. Don't make it a good day, make it a great day, CEO. <laughs> I know, that's me. <laughs> and we also have, uh, I think I said Robert Allegra then. Robert Allegra. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Uh, before we go back to what we were discussing, I got to take this call because Ben has been called into the show last week. He called in. We, we didn't have time to bring him on, um, but I want to bring him on today. Ben, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how you doing, John? I'm doing well. How are you? Okay, I'm enjoying your program so far. Thank you. Listen, I, I read an article. It came out August 10th by Ann Coulter. It was called Merrick Garland is a Lunatic. Yeah. And it was all about the Breonna Taylor shooting. And she goes step by step all about the drug dealing and Grover and Walker. And, you know, she's always accurate because the left goes after her and they, every book she's ever written, they find one mistake. Right. They say she's a liar. Right. So she always investigates things very carefully. And that book, I mean, well, the article was so informative. I learned so much just reading that. And what's the name of the article again? Mayor Garland is what? It's called Merrick Garland is a lunatic, but it's all about Breonna Taylor. I guess because he started indicting the police that did the warrant. Right. Right. So. Okay. Well, thank you, Ben. I have to look at Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, let me ask you something. Listen, I'm cool with Ann Coulter as far as what she says and what she doesn't say. She can kind of go over the line. And the DOJ can do wrong things and right things at the same time. What does that have to do with the killing? Like I told John the other week, there was no traffic coming to her house, foot traffic, okay? Wasn't nobody going up to her door buying dime bags, and it wasn't nobody leaving her house selling weight. That's how you say it in the street. I don't care what come through the, came through the post office. No, 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 come out, come out. Coming through the post office is very important. I understand that. No, no, no. That, that was the gist of the warrant, though. But the, no, the gist of the warrant, they were looking for Glover. Glover was already in custody. So now it comes down to a technicality. Now it comes down to a technicality that on one hand didn't didn't know what the other was doing. That's their that's their problem. The bo- the bottom line is it wasn't an urgent enough reason for them to come to her house and kill that woman. Okay, it's oh, just okay. it's just okay. that Fala. simple. Fala. You and I have had this argument back and forth. You know that's not that that is not how this uh, Ben. Thanks so much for calling. Like, we got to get back to the show. But you, you know we, we're not going we're not going belittle. But you know we're not going to argue that anymore. But that is not you. You know, again, you've never been through a warrant process. You don't know how that goes. You, um, the, the they were going to the house. They thought he was there. They, they you know. Um, but we're not going to go through that That's anymore. That's a failure of the police. Yeah. And like I said, a 1980s stakeout could have solved all of that. They would have known that she got up and went to work and Glover wasn't no, 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 there. No, 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 no. Remember, your issue was that... The, the the county should have known that they had him in uh, jail. Yeah. That's not how that but, works. But, but that's but fine. Speaking they failed. Speaking to the mic. But fine. They failed on multitudes of levels. They failed at that. But guess level. what? But guess what? You remember they said it was a no knock warrant. They actually knocked and and addressed themselves. So I'm sorry. If but, they hey, hold on. If they if if the kid wouldn't have came out shooting, Brianna Taylor's alive today. That's 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 point blank simple. And if they would have because guess what? If the cops weren't shot on first. There, there wouldn't be no shooting yeah. of Breonna Taylor. But we got to move along from that <laughs> because we we argued that all all week last week. Uh, but Lucky Chucky, uh, one of the reasons why you brought Robert into the studio 
uh, into the studios because some of the things that you do on behalf of wrongly convicted people that are in jail. And it's one of the reasons why you are on, on A&E's uh, hit show, 60 Days In, as well. Yeah, you know, uh, even at an early age, you know, going to the Cook County Juvenile Justice Detention Center, age 13, 14 years old, I had uh, the guards there gambling on me to fight one-on-one. You know, that was just normal there. So going in there and seeing the corruption and not only that, but the the, the facility, you yeah. know, the, the roaches, you know, that's just all normal. It's just, you know, and it's what dirty. facility was this? That was the Cook County Juvenile okay. Justice Center. Yeah. But I've seen the corruption at an early age, even on the streets. So yeah. it's like everything I do is for a purpose. You know, right. I live my life, most of my life, the wrong way as, you know, as a career criminal and yeah. going on the wrong path. And, you know, I had this epiphany. And since then, I've been on this, this journey. And, you know, it's led me to TikTok. Yeah. And then my first viral video was advocating jobs. Yeah. For felons, you know, and I realized it was a great platform getting a message out there. Mm. Then this opportunity came along and I thought I was a perfect person for this particular job. I used to watch this show in prison. Yeah. And, you know, 60 days in. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I never thought I'd go on the show. Right. But due to what I was doing before TikTok and before TV, I received an award from the state of Illinois for helping other ex-felons, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. So taking what I've been through in life, especially being locked up, experiencing Cook County Jail, the worst and best prisons in Illinois, I know what it takes to make a jail safe or, right. you know, dangerous. You know, I've right. seen it, you know what right. I mean? Deplorable conditions, good conditions, the staff, some some, some which are inept, you yeah. know, but it, 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 the bigger picture here is, you know, a lot of things need corrected. Yeah. And, you know, especially in these cities like, you know, Chicago, where corruption yeah. is just kind of normal. Yeah. You know, things are swept underneath the rug. Yeah. A lot of things ain't even addressed. You know what I mean? And just like in these other cities like Atlanta and, you know, the suburbs of them where Henry County Jail was, you wonder what's going on in these jails. Yeah. So for me to get in there and expose them and help those guys in there for who did time before and who's been through the system and who's going to be who's in there now and who's going in the future. Yeah. But now that I'm out here doing this and I can help other individuals, especially Help Bob get some justice. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's help. I think one of the first, the, the very first TikTok I saw of you was uh, ten, the ten worst cities or something, or <laughs> ten worst cities to be locked up in, or the ten worst areas in Chicago. The ten worst areas in Chicago. I think that was the one. Yeah, that was the ten worst. <laughs> Did you catch a lot of grief for that? No, nah, I got number love to this yeah. day. Like yeah. it's weird. I went to the hip last week, you know, Har- Harlem and Irving Plaza, and I walk. I'm walking through there, and people are like, "Lucky Chucky!" Like yeah. at least eight times, people are recognizing me with their families, and it's nothing but love. Yeah. I've never experienced really a hater come up to me in person, but you know, I'm promoting the show to people. I'm like, right. "Hey, you catching up for the show right. this week?" And most people haven't even heard of the show yet. They, it's, they, they haven't even heard. It. They just follow me because not only the top 10 worst neighborhoods, because I did a walkthrough of each worst neighborhood, I, I consider just way, raising awareness yeah. because, yeah, you know, we all know that certain crime goes in certain areas. Why? There's a lot of factors involved. Yeah. But the bottom line is I'm raising awareness on this issue. Now what can we do to correct it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, 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 and Robert, before the break, we were talking about your indictment. Correct. Uh, and, and in the indictment, it had five kilos. But what was the discrepancy? Well, the, the discrepancy is a twofold one. They then came along and they talked about 45 kilos. But the federal prosecutor got up to the judge and said, we want to amend the indictment, which they don't have authority to do. Only the grand jury can amend an indictment. Yeah. And they said there was never any drugs there. It was only books and weights, Your Honor. So we're going to strike count one of the drugs. Yeah. So the ju- the judge looked at me and she said, "How do you plead to the modified indictment?" 
which was no drugs, books, and weights. Yeah. I said, guilty. I mean, I, I attempted to possess books and weights. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she says, okay, how, how do you plead to intent to distribute? And I said, Your Honor, I was never going to distribute anything. She goes, okay, I'll take your guilty plea. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> So you never play, play guilty. I to never. The, it's it's a it's a flawed it's a flawed plea, uh, plea agreement, and the fact that the indictment and I showed it to you. It's a statute. It's not a true true bill. Uh, Phil can comment on that, and I wish he would. Yeah. The the, the indictments avoid indictment from the very start, and the fact that they even struck the indictment and they didn't even have authority to do that. Wow. But there was never drugs there. Wow. Phil. So what, what was what what is he talking about? I mean, is is he Speaking the truth, yeah, he's, he's absolutely speaking the truth. The the we we believe that the indictment was was bad. To, it was bad to begin with yeah. because the all the indictment, the original indictment, all the only thing it did it is it parroted the statute. It didn't say exactly what he did and what he, what he was alleged to have done. Yeah. So we believe the indictment was was fatal to begin with. But then they compounded it by modifying it when they didn't have the authority to modify it. And then they compound the judge compounded it even more when when uh, Mr. Allegra clearly said that he wasn't pleading guilty to to any drugs, and she just passed right over it. She blew right over it. Wow! And at that point, she should have stopped and said, "Wait a second! What are you? You're not plea. You need to go talk to your lawyer because oh. you're you're entering into a plea agreement where you are in fact pleading guilty." To yeah. Me. And, and when we come back, I want to talk about what do you, about the grand jury process. Um, do you have any ideas of how to fix that? The, the because uh, I'm, I'm a former legislator, and we were thinking about trying to change how the grand jury system operates. And I know um, prosecutors and some cops didn't want to want, want to see that change, but I think it's easy to hem somebody up, you know, with that process because there's nobody to defend you, the person. Yeah, real quick. I'm trying to, I've actually been trying to get the grand jury transcripts now for seven years. Oh, wow. We still can't get them. Wow. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. It's Guillotone, baby girl. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. On AM560, The Answer. Live in studio with the troublemakers who's causing trouble during the breaks, as he usually does. <laughs> right? You what? You, you, you might I'm, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Your truth. <laughs> Guys, you got to understand, this is what we do. He and I, we go at it like this. A lot. A lot. Uh, you know, his hate for police and all that. But uh, no, no. I'm just messing with you. Uh, <laughs> Philip Kitts, attorney <laughs> at law. Larry Biella. Lucky Chucky. Don't make it a good day, make it a great day, CEO. Uh, dude, I, I, did I see you in the Bentley? Which one? Which, which one? The, the, the white one or the black the one? The black one. The black one? Oh, yeah. that was a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and before the break, we were talking to Robert uh, Allegra about his case. You said that you you had you did sixty five months that you were sentenced to sixty five months. Se- I was sentenced to sixty five months for uh, no no actual crime on the books. Yeah, and then you went back because of what? Well, I got out under the COVID after three and a half years. Oh, and um, you know, 
I think so many of us have have marriages that we're not really excited about yeah. to begin with. And uh, my ex-wife, when I went away, forged power of attorneys. She literally stole every single thing I had. I didn't get married till I was 50. She took everything from day one of my life. I don't have a single watch. I don't have some of my own clothes. I don't have a single tool that my father had. I'm, wow. uh, she took everything. Wow. And uh, so she saw me in... Um, Hinsdale knew I got back out under the COVID deal. She went to the Hinsdale police and filed a false police report saying that she, she, I drove past the house, which I didn't, yeah. and that she was afraid I was going to kidnap my son. Oh, boy. So the halfway house pulled me back in, and then they wrote me up as a, as a bogus escape, pulled me back in, and then once you're an escapee, you got to go behind the fence. Yeah. So I went to Milan, Michigan, and then Milan, Michigan held me 10 months past my outdate. Wow. And this is all documented and proved that I spent 10 months past my, my out date based upon the first step act that uh, was passed. <laughs> Go ahead. If I was you and I was approached by the FBI like that and I have access to a plane, I would have I gone. I, I would have disappeared. <laughs> because if I was in your position, I would have lived by this one statement. Never have anything in your life that you can't walk away from in 60 seconds. You know who said that? Yeah, but there's one thing that you can't walk away from. My nine-year-old son at yeah, that time. Yeah. And my son means everything to me, and mm. my wife has ruined his mind right now. And in six years, I haven't seen him. And I'm in the court battle in DuPage County right now just to allocate time to see this boy and be wow. his father. Wow. And he needs you right now at a young age. Uh, Chuck? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going through the same thing. You know, father's rights are very important yeah. You know, it's to a child. Yes. You know, it's, it's detrimental. You yeah. know, and unfortunately, the system, the way it is, people getting incarcerated, sometimes they can't stop those child support payments. They run up. You know what I mean? And then when you come home, the court's like, oh, well, you should have put a stop to it. Half the time, they ain't got an attorney to put a stop to it. Yeah. it, it there's a lot of factors <clears throat> involved. But father's rights, you know, they wind up getting incarcerated, guys. They can never pay that, that debt off. It's hard. And then they wind up getting a, a job where they can just never get ahead in life. Yeah. And then people give up and they yeah. go back to go back to what they and what they know. Well, you, and you talk you know. about the corruption in the court systems. So I'm inside and I and I happen to have a visit from the Illinois Department of talking about child and, and um uh, child support, yeah, yeah, DCFS. And she said, you don't have to pay child support. It will get waived. I called my attorney. I said, listen, here's the paperwork. Here's her information. File this motion with the judge. They they charged me at $2,500 a month for child support while I was in prison. Yeah. So now she wants their $30,000 while I was away. Yeah. And the judge says, well, the other judge didn't approve it, so I, I can't necessarily overrule his verdict so she's now trying to get more money from me again after i've been in prison and she took everything in the first place you, you guys know who Lashawn ford is he's state rep he does a lot on father's rights and my my friend aaron delmar he actually has a father's rights group where he helps fathers you know with when they having issues with trying to get you know visitation rights and things of that nature um those are two guys you guys should probably reach out to and just especially Lashawn ford because he this is something he does in springfield it's it's he, he really fights for father's rights. You you want to say something? I mean, I, I get my son every other weekend, and I have that order put in. I just wish I had more time. Yeah. It, it's hard. You know, it's yeah. like it costs a lot of money, lawyer fees. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, she wants more and more money. Yeah. You, know? you, you, you were telling Larry to say something during the break. What was what were you guys discussing? Uh, he, he had touched on some pivotal points about just uh, exoneration and how many 
people just in the state of Illinois and Chicago. He know he knows more about it than I do. But yeah. it's yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the, one of my areas of specialization is wrongful conviction, police abuse. I mean, we were discussing like uh, the Ronald Watts, Reynaldo Guevara, John Burge. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's John Burge has cost the city well over a billion dollars. We talked about John Burge many yes, times. Yeah. Oh yeah, as a matter of fact, I think Bob had some experience with John Burge as well. Oh, but uh, no, I mean, he's it, if you read the cases, I mean, saying he tortured people yeah. to confess to crimes. Yeah. Reynaldo Guevara, who is now the darling of the court system, he set people up, did all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Watts ran Englewood like like Vic Mackey ran, you know, the, you know, the city in the shield. I mean, it's like, and there, there's hundreds and thousands of these cases, yeah. and they're never ending. Yeah, there, there are tons of them. I, and, and again, that's one of the reasons why I said when I was in Springfield, I looked to find ways to, to change the criminal justice system. Um, Accountability there's of so prosecutors. Much more, there's so much more that needs to be done, but I don't like that safety act that was passed. I don't think it addressed those issues, in, in my opinion, especially in communities where black and brown are just being going through these things. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. Uh, We're having a robust discussion about the criminal justice system, the court system, the FBI. Um, You know, Valon thinks I don't think that there's issues in the system. I know that there are issues in the system. Um, and I've seen it firsthand when I was at DOC. I've seen it firsthand when I was in the legislative body. I've seen it firsthand when I was a police officer. I, I've, I see, I, I know that there are issues. That I know that there are problems within our system. But I take this system over any system in any, any country, any other country. Because, and I think you, you look at Brittany Griner, and I think she's, re- she's realizing, uh, because if she was in America, you think what she, she would, if none of this would have, she wouldn't be doing a day in jail. Uh, Brittany Griner. I think I think um, the greatest thing that we can do is continue to try to make the system better because this is the system we have. So how do we how do we make it better? Speak up. I'm sorry. Look at the situation like in northern Europe. You have almost no recidivism. Right. People go to prison. they, They do get rehabilitated. They do get job skills and they don't come back. That system actually well, works a heck of a lot better than that. ours. We used to do that here. Right. Um, Chuck, uh, Chuck oh, I almost called you by your first and your, your God-given name. Right. Um, Chuck, you know, one of the things that we used to do, we used to have trades in, in, in the prisons. We used to have mental health services. You know, I, I, I've always said we don't send people to prison to rehabilitate. I mean, cause we're not rehabilitating them at all. There's no, there's no rehabilitation. There's no giving them something, a life skill that they can come out of prison and, and flourish, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, I've seen that too. They used to offer a lot of different programs, uh, <laughs> leisure time services, a lot, a lot, a lot of things pertaining yeah. to that. But uh, now, when it comes to mental health in a lot of these jails and prisons, they don't have the manpower to address everybody's psychological right. issues. So instead, they just want to prescribe them pills. Yeah. And then these guys cuff the pills. They crush them up. They're getting high on them at night. Next thing you know, it's doing more damage than good. Yeah. And I've seen it personally what it did to people, you know. And that's an issue that needs to be be brought up. Yeah, but you, you, I'm going to go back to Brittany Griner that you brought up. She's a celebrity, so she yeah. doesn't count when well, it comes but, to no, no, What I'm saying is just, just being in a foreign country... Because remember, she was, you know, taking the knee and all that and saying, basically saying, you know, screw America. But what I'm saying is, in her mind now, she realizes, uh, she, I guarantee you, she wish she was in America dealing with what she's dealing I, with. I understand. But like I said, she doesn't count. 
the average black person, like I was trying to say during the last break. Wait a minute, it, wait a minute. How are you going to say she doesn't count? She just doesn't. Wait, she's wait, no, she does count. She's in a country that's not her own, and she got railroaded. I'm, wait, hold on. There's nowhere in America where a person takes, what was it, hashish, hash, hash oil, or whatever yeah, she took. Oil. Hash oil. Hash oil. Hash oil. There's no... Name a place in America where you're going to get 10 years for that. That's why you, that's that's you why it lay counts. Out my case. But I'm saying you that's why, on, I said that's why it counts. You 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 can't just say that doesn't it count. It doesn't count when it comes to Cook County. You right, she wouldn't have that's been locked point. up. But the bro, you won't let me speak. Go ahead. I'm trying to compare her to the average black person in Cook County. What I was trying to say, when the average black person gets caught up in the system, it's a rubber stamp. It just it, you just get passed on through the system with no recourse, and your only out is either a jury trial or a judge trial. You sound and echoey. That's it. You sound echoey. Well, I'm up on the mic like he yeah. told me to. You that's that's your that's it. You have to you you get passed on through the system and you get done in. And like uh, this gentleman that that's been done in, he he uh, we both were talking during the break. And guess what? It is like a fishing pole. The 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 commun- the the, uh, the crime is in the black community mostly, and the police are there mostly. And guess who's getting locked up mostly? It's black and brown people, and they're making billions of dollars out of these prisons every year. And it's an industry. It's a business. And if you don't see that the system is broken, you're blind. It's not broken. It's broken. It's not broken. It's broken. It needs. It needs. It needs. DOC needs to be imploded completely. What I say is the system needs to be reformed. Yeah. That's what yeah, I well, say. I, I, can, I can go with that. But, but, but broken? I don't, I've seen what it. These if it needs to be imploded. DOC, needs, I'm saying. Yeah, it, it needs, it's broken. What these the FBI is broken. They set up this man yeah. right here. Right, yeah. and what these police officers get away with was setting up all those people. Okay, wait, just like what me and you were talking about, uh, what well, we all were talking about with Herrera and with Dude, you Burge and wait, wait, all, wait, wait. all through history. Your, your mic really sounds. I'm echoey. right in front of the mic. I'm I right in front of. I can't. I can't really hear what you try, what you make. I seriously. I, I can't. It, it sounds. I don't know. I don't what's know up. what's going on with I'm your right mic. In front of the mic. But but but, I'm sorry, man. I'm you know me. I'm, listen, I'm a law and order guy. I've seen it. People don't just get set up. This is a rare case. This is a rare case. When 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 people are out there, Chucky. Let me ask you a question. When you got arrested, did you do the crime? Did you actually do the crime? Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. Yeah. So, so most people that do crime actually commit crimes. So, don't say that they're set up, because when I arrested people, I never once ever, I had I had so much integrity. I would never arrest people just to go out and say and pad my numbers. Yeah, but I'm, one not, of, I'm not but, a bird. But one of the things that that happens is the court system puts a black man or a white man or a brown man in jail for 10, 15, 20 yeah. years. They toss out a 120-month sentence yeah. like it's like it's a gumball machine. Yeah. They these, do. These sentences and no rehabilitation. Right. If you're not a criminal when you go into prison, you will be a criminal when you come out of prison. Well, and, and a far advanced one, too. Well, let's go back. Who put the crack in the black community? Oh, it wasn't here black we go. people. Here we go. Okay, who told the black people to take the crack? Guess what? When you when you're oh, no, down, no, 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 down no, 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 time out. Don't skip over that. You for a lifeline. No, don't skip over that. Who, who? Did, did. I know it comes down to a choice, but when you're down and out, you reach for a lifeline. And a lot of people, it started out with partying. And once the crack took effect, it went into violence. Well, the CIA and, and, and drugs. The CIA is that ready, yeah. The CIA yeah, and all now, those people. Now, we should address that with Phil because there was disparity on the sentencing yeah. between crack and cocaine. Oh, there was. There was. Yeah. It wasn't what, fair. What, what, let's do that when we get back to break. See, see how fast radio goes? We're almost done with the first hour already. 
that's how fast radio goes, especially when we, you know, having a, a, a good conversation. And and it it just goes by so fast. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. More with uh, Valon, who's lost his black card. Oh, who's ganged his black card back now. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to say... Um, you talk about Cook County, but Cook County actually had a good one in Anita Alvarez. Anita Alvarez, uh, I think, created some a ton of diversion programs so that people didn't go to jail. Uh, one of the things that we tried to do in the original, in 2015, the criminal, criminal justice reform bill and police reform bill, uh, was we tried to create drug courts throughout all, all 102 counties. But funding that, it, it, it's hard to do. you know. Um, but we also, had, I said during the break, we have to remember that there are real victims out there. And I know, I know sometimes that we, we look at the system and a lot of people who are in criminal justice reform, because I've, I've sat at the table in front of all of them, they forget that there are real victims out there, though. There are people that actually um, get, uh, there, there are offenders who commit crimes against these people. And we forget that sometimes because we see so many people are fighting for, the system to be re, re uh, what do you call it reformed or what it, somebody called it something blown up, <laughs> but that we 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 sometimes forget that there are real victims out there. And I gotta I really gotta give a shout out to Anita Alvarez because I did a lot of work with her. I was all, I was in her office a ton. Uh, Garvin, uh, who was a former chief of staff, uh, I think personally when they got rid of Garvin from the Cook County, um, he's he's a uh, I think he's Garvin. Don't shoot me, man. <laughs> I think he's either Jamaican or Haitian. Don't shoot me, Garvin, because I know he listens to the show. Um, but when he ran the, as, as chief of staff of Cook County, um, state's attorney's office, that place, um, the, the prosecutors, they all, the, 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 what do you call it, the defenders, um, public defenders, they did a lot of work together with Anita Alvarez. We need more people like Anita Alvarez who understood that sometimes there was a victim. The offender sometimes could be the victim. We, I know this. I've, I've seen it firsthand. You know, so we, we really <laughs> we really do have to to, to, to to create that dividing line, I think. So you, you don't think Kim Fox is as good as Anita Alvarez? I do not. <laughs> yeah, I think she's creating diversity. I do not. I do yeah, not. Yeah, I really don't. Diversity. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. You know? I, I think I think I think um I think she plays to the political wills of the day. Well, the one thing I will say is, I mean, I mean, is an example of that as we were talking about. It's not black, white; it's green. I said that Jesse yeah. Smollett. Oh, you mean the French actor? How much time? How much time has he served? What was it? A week? No, it was it was less than a day. Oh, it was less, it was, it was, I thought they. I thought they gave him a few. They gave him a couple of days in yeah. solitary. Yeah. Or confined. Yeah, I thought he did. <laughs> he did a few days in solitary. Yeah, confined. his he was his sentence was greatly reduced. Right. You got some? Yeah. Let's get let's get serious. They can't compare that to the crack epidemic. The bottom line is, who brings the drugs in? You mean to tell me with all this technology, this man was approached with by agents with keys, with dope. Yeah. Okay, you mean to tell me they can't stop this dope from coming in? They can't stop the ships, the planes, whatever? You can't stop the dope from coming in? Okay. We can at least solve one well, problem. Well, how do you think the CIA funds all of its secret operations? Yeah. And the DEA. Yeah, and there's, a the with, there's a movie with Air America but, with Mel Gibson. Wait, but, but, but I think... Back in the day, it used to be more controlled because the CIA. But now it's not as controlled to bringing the drugs into the into our communities. Well, there's a book that was written back in the 70s called CIA in the Docks. Yeah, 
and basically it explained how they ran them through the, the, the port of New York yeah. and how they ran the drugs into the United States. They brought States. them through the military, too. Right, they brought, they brought them through the military. And you can't forget about the money that's, that's raised from all the fines in the court systems. That's true. I mean, I have to, I have to make everybody laugh. The judge on the record said, oh, yeah. you can afford a lot of money, so I'm going to oppose a half a million dollar fine. Because you can afford for, it. Because I can afford it. There was not one victim. There wasn't a single ounce of drugs or a, or a speck of drugs. Yeah. But I, I could afford a half a million dollars, but, so she imposed But it also keeps all these agencies employed. Exactly. Like I just said, ATF, DEA, and all the rest of the police. Yeah, but but, but I, I would have to say, because of transparency, that doesn't happen as much as it used to back in the 70s. 60s, 70s. We they, should, they, they simply cannot do that the way a, they did back then. We should have accountability on what they're paying these informants. Yeah. We should not be paid informants. I think the intelligence changes are just more organized. Hour two, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Two of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, Black and White Radio podcast. You don't have to sit through any of the commercials. And while you're at it, please go out and follow, uh, I can't say YouTube anymore because I've been banned and deleted on YouTube. Facebook is shadow banning me, uh, but Black and White Radio on Facebook, Black and White Radio on Rumble. We're also live on Rumble. And we're also live right now on YouTube. Uh, the AM560 The Answer channel on YouTube. Uh, if you missed the, sh- the first hour, you, you s- saw we were talking about or listened as we talked about um, the FBI, the the state system of, of as Valon called it, corruption. Yes. <laughs> and broken system. Yes. Uh, the, that's the troublemaker's voice that you hear. Uh, we also have in studio Philip Kiss, attorney at law, who's representing Robert Allegra, um, who has uh, alleged now that the FBI targeted him and they, they he he sent spent 65 months oh they gave sentenced you to 65 to months 65 months did just over 5 yeah and we also have Larry Biella he's also I mean you you name it he does it <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, somebody who I've I've really been um come to know and I'm I'm telling you I I think if um he's probably going to be Mr. TikTok in a few <laughs> Lucky Chucky Charles I don't want to say it. Charles Hornacki. 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 You know, one thing I've I, I seen that you forgot to mention is your TikTok. You also have a no, black and right. white radio TikTok. Right. What are you, yeah. TikTok yeah, is taking over everything, so yeah. forget and about I YouTube. Hit, I just hit 10,000. So I don't, go. if you notice, I don't really post a lot on TikTok, but I got 10,000. I think my, my hashtag black and white is at 2 million people. 2 million people have seen that. And I don't even really do anything to push TikTok. And to have those numbers, 160-some thousand people that have liked something on on, on Black and right, uh, it's something, especially when, when there are a lot of people out there who would not want me to have this platform, not want me to have this voice, and so many people tune in every week to hear my perspective. You know, I'm not, I'm not always right. I know I'm not always right, but I, I, I do give my perspective, and, and I think 
we, we, we're in a we're in a dispensation dispensation where not a lot of people want to hear uh, opposing viewpoints. And we didn't all we didn't right now we don't all agree on everything, but we're actually having a conversation uh, about some of the tough issues that we face in our society. Right. Most definitely. You There's know, a lot of issues. Yeah. Man. And we, we need more platforms where we can ha- we can bring these people in and have these this these discussions, because uh, I, I personally just reading through all the documents that you've allowed me to read through. Um, can I call you? Do you, Bob, are you go by Bob? Bob OK, Bob. I, I keep wanting to say, Bob, uh, reading through a lot of the documentation that you see, especially when I read the grand jury indictment, uh, doesn't look like an indictment to me. Oh, you know, it positively isn't. <laughs> so wh- what about your pilot's license? What's happening with your pilot's now, license? Uh, that's an interesting story. The The federal prosecutor, because I had used the F word with him, definitely had a, uh, let me just say, a hard on to make sure that when I did get out of prison, I wouldn't be able to provide a livelihood for myself or for my son. And he actually filed paperwork to the FAA claiming that I actually did fly drugs and I and I took 45 kilos of drugs, yet they went on a stand to the judge and clearly said there was no drugs there. Wow. So they have taken my pilot's license away. They did a permanent lifelong re, uh, revocation. So I'm presently working on trying to get that overturned with uh, my attorney, Phil, here. And uh, I'll be sending something into him next week. Yeah. And what what does that look like right now, Phil? Well, we, we're going to... We're Got the application ready. We're going to be filing it next week to have the revocation revoked. Yeah. And and uh, what's the likelihood of it being revoked? Well, I, I think he's got a reasonable he's got a reasonable probability of getting it revoked. There's no in in these particularly these administrative hearings. There's no guarantee one way or the other. Yeah. But but I think that we have been able to rebuff every point that they had for the reason for the revocation. So if they look at that seriously and they look at our evidence seriously, I think they'll come to the conclusion that that, uh, Bob's license was definitely wrongfully revoked. Well, my question would be, if I was to file something with the FAA falsely as a private individual, I'd be in prison right now. Right. What about the U.S. attorney that filed that? Right. Yeah. Again, we get get back to the liability things. I mean, these state's attorneys and judges are doing anything they want. And they have total protective immunity. Something something that surprised me is three weeks after I got into the federal prison system, I wrote the AUSA a letter. And I basically told him that the federal prosecutor, this Pat Odlewski, lied on this whole entire case. And I was excited to find out that they offered him a retirement and he left the <laughs> office after three weeks after I put that letter in. So I'm assuming... That it's like the city of Chicago. They find the prosecutor lying. I'm going to walk out of prison. <laughs> no, not so. That didn't happen. Yeah, um, Lucky, what your TikTok? I, I I noticed that you do a lot, and I, I read some of the comments, and and 96 percent of the comments are all positive. Um, what is what what has it meant to you and, and to others? You starting this TikTok. How many lives have you you changed with this? Because I see a lot of people say, man. Thank you for telling your story, man. Your story has, has encouraged me to, you know, try to do better for my own life. Yeah. I never thought the impact I would have with such inspirational quotes in my story. I get DMs all the time. People tell me in person uh, messages how much they love me and how much just that, that inspirational quote of the day may have 
help them get through a situation because everybody's going through something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these inspirational quotes, I just don't say and be saying them. There's something I'm going through right now or been through yeah. or maybe going through in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I say it based upon experience. Yeah. But like you said, it's 95% love, but there's a lot of hate. Oh, you got too. a lot of hate. And that hate becomes real because you never know some of these guys. I've had people pull up to my house uh, now that I'm on TV. Uh, it's going to get even more hate. Yeah. And, you know, especially being on this show, people say, you're a snitch right. because I me being that. in prison, right? I was watching this show, watching these guys run around. I said the same thing. Yeah. That's why I made it a point that me going on this show, I'm not there to tell on any man. I would never set up another man for failure for your entertainment. Right. I will go in there as an advocate and proponent and do something righteous for everybody there. And hopefully, at the end of the day, all these guys that are calling me snitches. Yeah. Just maybe they'll thank me. What is your story, though, Chuck? What 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 is? Can you can you talk about what your story is? Uh, how you how how you got to the point? Uh, going to prison, uh, what were some of the charges, things of that nature? Yeah, you know, uh, I came up, like I said, involved in gains, involved in drugs. Were you a Simon City Royal? No, I'm just kidding. Nah, people always ask that. You know, I did, say, gay. I did say on the show 60 Days In, yeah. who I was affiliated yeah. with. Okay. You know, me, you gotta watch the show to find out. Right, because you know on TikTok, if I say that on TikTok, they'll ban me for uh, dangerous individuals right. and organizations. It's weird how they do it. Yeah, you got some people that can go on there and game bang all day. Right. And I, I don't advocate that. Right. But even uh, Reginald Scandra, the sheriff over there at Henry County, you know, we had a sit down about that. And he was like, oh, so how do I know you're not involved in this and that anymore? And he's like, did you, did you, you're still alive. You didn't get like a beating out or blood in, blood out. And I said, you know, this ain't like the movies, you know, and a lot of. You know, organizations, whatnot, you know, it's not about a beat in and a beat out. Sometimes you get blessed in and you get your blessings out. And yeah. sometimes you're able to get away from that lifestyle respectfully. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I did. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm blessed for that. How, how long did you, how long did you do uh, your, uh, any sentence? How, how, what was the longest you ever did? I've done about four years for my longest one. I've done 13 years altogether. Okay. And, uh, you know what changed for me? Being, being in prison. Being shot, being stabbed, all that, it, that didn't change. But you were shot and stabbed? I was shot when I was younger. You uh -huh. know what I mean? I was stabbed in Cook County Jail. I've pretty much been through it all. You yeah. know, uh, that didn't change me, though. You would think, uh, you know, all that time, it, and you know. What was it, that light bulb moment? I, I died of a fentanyl overdose right in Inglewood. I Whoa. was with some friends, and uh, I was doing some things I shouldn't have been doing. You know, it, I, I need to make money. And, you know, we all know that, you know, there's easy money and drugs. So I was with some friends over there. And uh, we were in the house with a lot of it, and I stepped outside, and I just don't remember much after that. I woke up at Holy Cross Hospital, revived, shaking off Narcan, you know, and anything could have happened to me at that point because at that point, where I was, who I was with, I had cars, my jewelry, they were all there. When yeah. I came up to at Holy Cross Hospital, they were yeah. there, but I seen a light. Mm. I seen a light, and I heard voices, and to me, that Is was faith it. faith important to you, too? Is faith? Faith has always been important to me. However, I did not always live a righteous life, but... Yeah. You know, I believe that there is a higher power, and I've seen that. Like, to me, I made a commitment that day to just never do wrong. And since I, since that day, I haven't. I haven't yeah. broke a law, and I just, one day, all my rights, so I'll do my wrongs. That's why I go so hard, and I'm, I'm blessed every day. And you day go to hard, too. You go hard. And, you know, one of the things, um, when I, I was also in the General Assembly, one of the things, I was the top Republican negotiator on, on heroin, heroin reform. Um, so we, I, I caught a lot of beef for it, bit, because we now allow anybody, your mother, your your father, your loved one, anybody can now have Narcan in their possession to stop somebody from dying from a drug overdose of heroin. And I, I caught a lot of grief for that. But uh, I, I, when we come back from break, I'll talk about my first heroin um, call that I got as a, as a sheriff's deputy. And it shook me. It was a 16 year old individual. And it shook me. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on 
This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself. And if you guys heard the first hour and part of the beginning hour, me and the troublemaker went at it. The bum. Uh, <laughs> attorney at law, Philip Kiss, uh, Larry Biella, my good friend, uh, Lucky Chucky, Charles Hornacki, and uh, Robert Allegra. Um, you guys want to take some calls? Sure. Ah, let's give, let's, let's, I'll give out the phone line. 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. Give us a call. Uh, give us your thoughts on today's show. Uh, <laughs> Lucky Chucky's live on his TikTok. <laughs> like, call in. <laughs> He's like, call in, people. Call in, call in, call in. Um, but, you know, I, I look at what's happened to you, sir. What are you doing now? How are you, how are you living life today? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I did a lot of good for a lot of people when I was younger. And I have a fellow that's a good friend of mine that stood up. And when I came out, he said, let me loan you some money. Get on your feet. And uh, he's done that. Yeah. Another friend of mine gave me a car. But had I not had a couple of friends, yeah. I don't know where I would be today. Wow. I mean, you come out of prison with no money. Yeah. There is no way to jumpstart that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, where do you go and get clothes? Where do you get a place to live? Now, believe it or not, I happen to be 68 years old. So the government is still taking $200 a month out of my Social Security. Oh, my. The ex-wife is trying to get more money out of the Social Security. So, you know, it's it's with the COVID this is what the hardest hardest thing was to be able to go walk in and get a job somewhere. And my skills has always been buying and selling airplanes, flying charters, rebuilding homes. Well, when you have not one dollar to so you start, want to teach somebody else how to do that, and then we give sure me I'll teach you how to fly. As soon as I get my license yeah. back, Phil's going to do that next week. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why they didn't clear your debt as far as child support because I know many guys that's been in and out of jail. And they go down to wherever you got to go, uh, I think it's the Daily Center, and they get that debt cleared just like that. You know, I, I thought that was supposed to happen, too. I went to my attorney, and I have a, a local divorce attorney, and when I was in prison, I said, you need to get this child support stopped. And he went in front of the other judge that I had. We've changed judges now in the divorce, not by choice, right. but the, the judge retired or moved on, and he said he wouldn't do it. Wow. And, it, and it's oh. the law. Now the new judge says, I don't want to overrule the old judge. Wow. Yeah. That's now, called wait, DuPage County. How, how about this? How about a man being in prison, going through a divorce, and never stepping foot in the, in the uh, court with a prenup, and they don't honor a single thing, and the ex-wife forges power of attorneys, and you're not there? Wow. Now the judge says, well, I'm not going to listen to that case anymore. That case has been adjudicated. Yeah. Wow. Let's go to the phone lines. Lucas from my home city, Joliet. Welcome to Black. Welcome back to Black and White, Lucas. Thanks for holding. Lucas, hey guys. Hey. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Great show. Uh, uh, the gentleman with the FAA situation and the child support situation totally can relate. Uh, basically, my comment though is from earlier is is the is about the uh, three letter agencies. You know, you talked about the FBI, the CIA, Berlon. All that. I, I just think that you know, there's no checks and balances in these in, in these agencies. So abolish three letter agencies because the this, this, this system's broken. There's no checks and balances, and it also goes to uh, the criminal justice system. Just like the gentleman said, with the regard to the child support situation, I'm a victim of that myself. Mm-hmm. 
had to walk away from my daughter because I couldn't get a, a court hearing Ooh, or a trial because of COVID. So uh, two years fighting for visitation for my daughter. So yeah, the anything. There's no bounces in the government anymore. I've lost faith. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot, Lucas. Lucas. Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, well, for the last couple of years, the court system has been closed. Yeah, right. You yeah. go down to the Markham yeah. Courthouse, which I believe is the biggest courthouse in Cook County. Yeah. They haven't had a trial there in two years. Yeah, you know, that's. I mean, that's pretty much. That was pretty much all across. Well, not, I won't say all across the state because it, where I live, uh, we didn't shut down like Cook County and, and some of the. We, but if you but if you had a trial, you had it. You had it online. Through online, yeah, yeah. But but that that's not justice. Yeah, you're well, sitting facing your accuser in a computer in front yeah. of a computer screen. Yeah. How is that justice? Yeah. No, I I, I can't fly. <laughs> I, I already said what I had to say. Is that this system needs to be revamped? You know, because and I and I don't do the identity. I don't do the the color thing. You just know that it's not right. And if you are somebody like a lot of friends I know that has been through it, trust me, it's just I'm gonna keep saying the same thing. It's a rubber stamp roll call. That uh, they take the police word over yours, even though it could be almost on videotape that the police set you up. And guess what? Well, he's a decorated officer. You know how many times that's been said? He's a decorated officer, yeah. so I can't today, go against though. him. Not I can't today. go against that, that, that officer's word. Would you Would you admit that before cameras and before these things right here, that might have happened? But it's to to, to catch a cop on video today. Uh, that's it's you know you, we've seen this. We talked about these cases. Yeah, but uh, a lot of times they'll even look at the video and, and it's like they right. won't interpret it correctly. Yeah, right. Because it is a perspective. It's, it's exactly. You, you don't have. It's like watching a movie. You see a movie. You go, oh, that guy just jumped over that bridge. You remember the movie Vantage Point? Yes. Anybody saw the movie? Yes. Remember, they, they came from what? What? Eight different vantages yes. of, of the actual bombing that went off. And I think, each person had a different perspective. I think of, the last Rocky film, they had 57 uh, cameras on the last fight. Jeez. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect example. George Floyd had a knee on his neck for almost 10 minutes. Right. And it I, think, always, I think I, I, the knee I, 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 no, killed him. Out, John out. thinks the fentanyl no. killed him. Well, he time also out. had enough fentanyl without to the kill knee, everyone in this room. Without the knee, he Wait, would be alive. Time out. No. No. The knee, it was proven. The knee was not always on his neck. Wasn't proven. That it, 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 dude, it was. The knee was not always on his neck. I watched every so, day of that trial. So, again, again, this is another thing. He didn't do it. Time out. What? You didn't watch every day of wait, the George wait, Floyd trial. What? No, you didn't wait, watch. No, 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 time out. He didn't do what? I said you didn't watch every day of the George Floyd trial. I watched every I just, hour I just read of transcripts, though, to, to the entire case. Transcripts you know? don't tell it in the, the both sides arguing the case. But see, the prosecutors and the defense attorneys. Time out. That again, knee, the knee killed him. Again, you have no experience in this. I do. I know what to look for. I yeah, know what you, I'm reading. You, you, you never get the total truth at the trial anyway. Right. That's all the, all the, the, all the, pre, all the pre-trial conferences, yes. some evidence comes in, some evidence yes. doesn't come in. If, if you're watching that, you have no idea what the reality is. No. Who proved their case? Who proved their case? The, well, the, the, uh, who proved their case? Well, there were two the autopsies. I think the second autopsy said he overdosed for, overdosed <laughs> for sure. The first one said it was a primary, but time primary out. reason. Time out. Time out. Is George Floyd alive if he gets in that van in that in that police car? No, that's true. No, is, that's is, true. Is he alive? Yeah. So guess what? If he's in that car and goes down to the to the place, he's alive. But you that's can't simple. take the onus no. off the officer for doing what he did. You just said but. That counts. Yeah. So, no, it doesn't. No, no that, it doesn't. that says to me you're not listening to anything because when the jury said, is on my side. The no, jury's on my no, side. This new age jury is on your side. It's on my side. It's <laughs> the jury. Or is the jury afraid of being shot when they well, walk out of the out well, of the uh, trial? And somebody said that to yeah. to, to that nature that, that exactly that, this new jury they're afraid of being 
you know, accosted. They're afraid right. of being shot. They're afraid of somebody doing uh, doxing them. Well, that was a strange trial anyway. I mean, the, the police officer and Floyd, they bounced together at a nightclub. They knew each other. Right. right. Which is, right. that, that's a strange thing. I mean, you, you, right. that dynamic is something right. strange. So people, people can think. Right. They probably thought it was a beef from a long time ago. I still say the other three officers shouldn't have been. No, nah, I agree tried. with that. The other three officers should I don't believe because, they did in because, anything. Because, because Floyd, I mean, what's his name? What was his Chauvin. Name? Chauvin was, was the senior officer. Mm-hmm. He dictated to them. They, also, they told him, hey, don't you think we should get him up or roll him over? I mean, they did their role. They did their job. They, those three. Now, Chauvin. Chauvin was a dominant officer. He's a dominant officer. And, and, and if you've ever shown up to a scene when there's a dominant officer. He's, the dominant, in, he's in charge. He's in charge. He tells right. you what to do. Uh, and, 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 you know, a smart cop who, I mean, but when you're young, every, all three of these officers had less than one year, correct? Right. So you're going to listen to the, the guy in charge. A, a crazier case was that Eric Garner case out of New York. Yeah. Well, we talked they, about that too. Where yeah. they choked him out. Yeah. And, and and the senior officer on site basically said, "Don't revive him." When, when the paramedics yeah, showed up, yeah. and he, and the officer wouldn't let the chokehold go. Well, they wouldn't let not only the chokehold, but the senior officer on the scene that was a female, <laughs> she would not allow him to be resuscitated. Uh, How was she not in prison? Ch- right, we, we had somebody on the line, but they hung up. Ooh, I was about somebody from California, but they hung up. Oh, wow. like, saying there, people calling in to see people are saying they're calling in or leaving messages, and it's not coming up. And they got hung up on. Somebody said uh, that. Who me, knows if it's t- true though? Who knows? Yeah, you know, tell, when all right, three one two. <laughs> I already told the number six, like a four, few two, times. Fifty six hundred. Um, <laughs> your boy Mitchell. We'll take him after the break. Uh, actually, no, I gotta. Uh, yeah, Mitchell, call back after this. Um, this next guest I have in because I I got somebody coming in to talk about. Um, the Grace Association, the schooling uh, that just opened up the Lincoln Way um, chapter of Grace Association. So call back, Mitchell, and I'll take you right after that call. Um, but guys, I, I really appreciate you guys coming here. I really do. I think it's a I think it's a fascinating discussion. I think this this type of discussion does not happen enough uh, in our society, and we need to have this these discussions a lot more. Uh, and and the thing is, we also have to provide solutions. To a lot of these issues. Oh, the key question I ask is: Everyone that's in prison, ninety percent of them are getting out. Yeah. What are they going to do when they walk out? That is it. We'll be right back. And now more black and right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Just switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Ah, uh, welcome back to Black and Right, man. If I, if I could ever get Ye into that seat, interviewing Kanye, that'll be. You know that's my guy, Vilan. I like Nas better. Okay. Let's get Kanye in here. All right, Vilan. You know what? You know Kanye. Okay, can't, okay, can't. wait, wait, wait. Before we bring Genie on, all right. Yeah. Before we bring Genie, Genie on. All right, here's the deal. Vilan and I got this long-running argument. Oh. Marvin Gaye or, or George Michaels. Michael. <laughs> Who would you prefer? Marvin Gaye. Oh, go Mar- ahead. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, Marvin all day. Marvin. <laughs> oh, Vilan. One more. Choose? One more. Marvin Gaye. Who do you oh, choose, Vilan? God. George Michaels, man. He had the look. Uh. Wow. He had the look. The Come look. on, man. Marvin getting, didn't have the look. Uh, yeah, he but had he had the, the sexual healing. Right. Yeah, this is when Milan loses his black card again. 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is when Valon loses his. Every black woman body in America wanted some of George Michael. Yeah, okay. Well, every woman in America weren't getting none of George and Michael. Barry White. That was good, boy. All right, all right, all right. We got a, we got a Christian coming on. We got to behave ourselves, gentlemen. We got a Christian coming on. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, as I said earlier, um, my pastor is um, Pastor Randy Bland, and he. Um, when it, when all of everything happened with you know we don't say that name we don't use that c word um, because we don't want to get kicked out uh, or our, our channel get kicked off because you can't, there's certain words you can and cannot say but my pastor did not shut down the church or uh, families of faith Christians in the Christian Academy and I moved all my kids there to go to school at a private uh, institution and um, so be, because of the last two and a half years um, my pastor who could be somewhere him and his wife Karen can be out in Florida, go you know some on some island. They've chosen not to do that. They've chosen to stay here and fight and change the the, the education system here in the state of Illinois. And he started. Um, he has uh, Shanahan Families of Faith Christian Academy. He started another one in Naperville Faith Academy, I believe it's called, uh, and then uh, another one and um, who we're going to be talking with today, Lincoln Way. Um, I, I want to. I hope I get it right. I think it's Lincoln Way. Uh, Christian Academy as well. Uh, Jenny Bielski. I hope I got your last name right, Jenny. Don't don't yell at me if I did. You you're you're close, Bielski. Bielski, Bielski, Bielski. All right. Now, um, what happened here at the Lincoln Way Christian Academy? Uh, that it was nothing short of a miracle because you guys were scrambling to get the school open. Uh, what was the final product? Well. Pastor Randy said it was, you know, a, a thought in the beginning, July 2nd, and then it came, became a reality July 5th, and here we are 60 days later, a little bit more, and school started. The first day of school was September 1st. Wow. It's, it's incredible. Without the, the help from many volunteers, I mean, they were working around the clock. You know, it, it was incredible. Such a wonderful blessing. It, truly, truly amazing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I mean, as you said, it took two months to get this going. And I, w- I was there. I saw the building. I mean, it was, <laughs> especially outside, <laughs> everything was outside. Uh, but what made you get involved in Grace Association and Lincoln Way Christian Academy? Well, I've been homeschooling my daughter since since COVID happened and it was the best thing, the best decision that I ever made. And I ended up using the Abeka curriculum along with BJU press, but I did a lot of the Abeka and it was amazing. And it opened my eyes to uh, just to, to research the different curriculums and to know what our children are, are learning. Yeah. And, and the Abeka curriculum is, is a sound, strong, you know, holds the, the Christian core values and teachings. It, it's, it's good all around. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, uh, I pass the bland could be, you and I both know he could be anywhere. Um, right now he could be retired and not be concerned with this schooling, education and how they're, how they're treating our kids. Now you said you've homeschooled, but I, I mean, I've been in so many conversations about the loss of education. How important is how important is it for those kids not to lose edu- um, that loss of education? I mean, they've had two and a half years of, of, of not getting good quality education. Is that one of the reasons why Grace Association and Lincoln Way uh, Christian Academy was founded? Yes, absolutely. And how you know, can, we, 
Oh, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, no, you go ahead. Please. Oh, no. It's all right. <laughs> no, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. You know, I it just it's just so important. These kids need to learn the the values, the, you know, having structure and, and just learning the basics, right? And not just being pushed along and, you know, okay, going into the next grade and 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 being thrown this, you know, this doctrine of of how you should be when, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. And, you know, we need to get God back into the schools. Yeah. And, and Jeannie, we got to go to break. I want to hold you for a couple of minutes on, on the next segment uh, because I want to talk about how people can get involved. Um, if there's some rich millionaire, billionaire out there who wants to invest in Grace Association and what you guys are trying to do to change the education system here in Illinois, I want, I want you to be able to tell us how people can get involved and um, join this movement to change education. All right. Is that good for you? Sounds good. All right, you're listening to Black and Right Radio. More with Jeannie when we return. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Ah, oh, right on cue. Right on cue. Mr. G- Mr. Marvin Gaye himself. When you were on the morning answer, whoever the program director was played I George know. Michael. Well, they played that because you called. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, before the break, we were talking. Oh, excuse me. Um, to Jenny. Oh God, Jenny. Pronounce you. I'm a butcher of last names. You know. No problem, Bilski. Bilski, there it is. Um, she's the um, parent and assistant administrator at Lincoln Way Christian Academy. Um, that's Manhattan, right? Manhattan, Illinois. It's in Manhattan, off of Cedar Road. Yeah, um, but I wanted to talk about how how. Uh, be, oh, Valon, you had a question first. I'm sorry. I'll I'll let you pose your question. Didn't you have a question? Oh, for I, oh my goodness, you, you forgot you, it. You be throwing me off all the time. Okay, listen. Yeah, I, I remember it. Sorry. Um, do you have any parents? or kids that's been indoctrinated trying to infiltrate your school? Ooh, good question. Well, the school just opened, so it's only been in operation for two days. And honestly, I can tell you no. From the experience that I've already had with the parents, we're all very like-minded. I mean, the parents have come out to donate their time last minute to, to make this school a success because... This is what they want for their children. What about so. teachers? What about teachers applying the teachers to that, that 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 were hired are amazing. They're incredible. They're loving and all very like minded. And okay. we had we had some of them here. Remember yeah. the, some of the teachers from the Romeoville campus. Yeah. But see, I was I was talking about yeah. um, that time, the pushback from the community or right. did they have anybody showing up, right. you know, trying to throw stones but this I, I want to come at it from yeah. a different angle but but Jeannie how can people help how can people get involved in in Lincoln way how can people help and get involved in Grace Association well they can um, absolutely you know they can call um, you know look up our, our website uh, there's so many ways to get involved yeah. um, you know as far as donations you know we have open enrollments like we're a brand new school you can, you know, do you want me to give you the, you know, the phone number and everything yeah, to yeah, call? Yeah, give it, up, or, give it out. Yeah, give it out. Yeah, yeah. You can text or call at 708-740-4093. And the website is gracelincolnway.org. Yeah. 
and um, we would be happy to answer any questions and, you know, lead you in the right direction. Yeah, and, and the overall Grace Association is graceassociation.org. Correct? Yes. Yeah, Grace. Um, yes. Jeannie, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, how many kids are, have, have been enrolled there in the Manhattan location? Um, I I don't have the, the full number yeah. offhand, but I want to say it's anywhere between 60 and 80 as of right now. Wow. In two months' time, you got 60 to 80 people. That's that's a great job. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I really appreciate you, you, you calling in, joining the show today, and keep fighting, and uh, let's build that school out, because uh, there's so much more uh, land that's there, and so many, because I mean, you guys do um, daycare as well, right? Uh, well, we have pre-K. Pre-K. We have pre-K. Yeah. And I think soon there will be daycare. All right. There will be daycare soon. All right, so. Jeannie, thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right. Um, enjoy the rest of your day and, 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 and your holiday this weekend. Same with you, John Anthony. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Have a, have a good day. You too. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Um, let's, have this hot, let's have that fight. Boss dog, man. Best hot dog around in the state of L.A. <laughs> what, what you say is the best dog? Uh, you know, Joey's Red Hot. They got five <laughs> locations in the Chicago land area, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 675 all day, every day. Yeah. So, so um, at Boss Dog, they do not sponsor the show, but if they want to, they can. Um, but <laughs> Boss Dog, they bake their own hot dog bun. Boom. They bake it not, right there on the spot. Not only that. Yeah. They have the different flavors of Ooh, hot dogs. They have a gumbo different. hot dog. Does yeah. Joey Pizza make? I mean, yeah. Joey. Dogs make Uh-oh. a, a, a gumbo hot dog? I don't, to the best of my knowledge, no. Okay. Do, do they they got all the Chicago classics. Sauerkraut dog? I don't, I don't think they got no sauerkraut. I'm sure they got the, the sauerkraut for the, for the Polish. Yeah. Uh-huh. How uh, much they charge for a hot dog over there at Boss Hog? It's reasonable. I, I, it's reasonable price, I think. How much? I, you know, I'll, I'll look it up. Wait, go ahead. You got something there? No, the nice thing about Boss Dogs is it's, of course, the woman running for lieutenant governor, Stephanie Trussell, and her husband own it. But, but no, they always have different hot dogs. They got a lot of crazy different flavors. All right. William, the guy who owns the place, is, is actually a chef. You look like him a little bit, too. <laughs> his, his background is cooking. I've had some really wild dogs. Yeah. He has a Chicago dog. Yeah. He has all the traditional Chicago stuff. But every, they, they'll have like. I, I got the, the menu up. Yeah. I think it's the bald head that makes you guys look a little... Well, it could be. <laughs> could be. All right. He has one called the Boss Classic, Chicago style, Chili Boss, Coney Island, Old Chicago. Coney Island. What you, what you to want me? What you want me to be or something? Dog in the Castle. Uh, the Lady Knows. Nagita Sriracha. Arista Chardog. Dog and Spud. Cicero Dog. Bella Blues, a vegetarian dog. Hmm. All dogs go to heaven. Oh, man, I'm getting hungry. My next weekend it. off, I'm going over to Boss Dog. I've had all of them, and I'll tell you, well, they're closed on Sunday, but yeah. I've, had, I've had all of them. But uh, he also has routinely brings another one or two a week. Yeah, yeah. He has special editions. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Some of those are amazing. You're to change your mind. No, 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 no. I'm definitely going to try the hot dog. I can't commit to anything, you know what I mean? But what's interesting is that I take in hindsight social media. If you look it up, promoting businesses nowadays, they say the number one thing is social media. I never thought when I first started social media, media advocating jobs for felons that I would actually make myself a marketing tool yeah. and now I promote many businesses in yeah. the community of Chicago the and company. the suburbs from lounges to to fencing companies to drones to panic escape rooms Capri you name it Capri Capri best Italian food in the country I don't yeah. care what you heard yeah. are we live lounge come on out there and get you a shot of Louis the 13th 
They still they still have lounges. Uh, they don't approve. They don't approve liquor license on the uh, south side of Chicago. Uh, uh, oh, this is south suburbs, Burbank, south suburbs. And there's one in Willow Springs. Don't forget the one in Willow Springs. You hear that? Yes, <laughs> yes. I got back there. You don't hear that? Uh, I got, I got. I thought I figured the face, the face, the Jeff and South Bend gonna take your call when you get back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish welcome back to black and right this is the song that gets me kicked off we can turn this off every time this song plays it gets me kicked kicked off of facebook i don't know why um this one human gets me kicked off but it's the one that gets me kicked off let's go to the phone lines jim from south elgin who's also a sponsor of this show best dental welcome back to black and right brother jim you there it's a pleasure and yes sir calling from a remote location in san pedro sur honduras as we speak oh got the chipmunk line yeah yeah what's going on buddy hello yeah just uh well i'm calling from honduras i got here last night and uh you know, it's a different world here. People here are still kind of stuck in stupid as far as the face mask and some of this kind of garbage is concerned. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's nice to be here. There's a lot of non-politically correct things that go on. Women are appreciated. You know, look at guys like the predators and things like that. But also, uh, this week I've been having a few conversations with some of our urban talk radio fans and trying to illustrate the difference between states like Illinois and Florida, and et cetera. And, you know, there was a recent... Uh, interview with Tucker Carlson where he interviewed the mayor of Miami uh-huh. and they talked about how dramatically down in numbers their crime stats are. Murders are down. Yeah. There's no serious crime there. There's no riots, nothing because they enforce the law there and the people benefit from it. Business and can do well. People are safe. You know, there's no issues like there is in some of these other areas. As a matter of fact, there's a big list of what's going to be happening with this next uh, so-called safety bill that Pritzker signed yeah. starting in January. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of crimes that if they're committed, they're going to, they're, they won't be able to hold them in, in, in jail. Yeah, that's true. Some, it's like second-degree murder, all those other stuff. Yeah, so, the, you know, the judges will be able start to... start banging in the pots of pants. Yeah, the judges will be... Democrats. The judges will be able to make a whole... Right. Keep a, the, the judges... That's what the judges, if they do their job, they won't let somebody out who committed second-degree murder and, you know, armed robbery and things of these nature. Because right now, there's no cash bail. They can technically walk. Anybody that commits a, a, a crime against a person, they can walk. You know. Yeah, and in well, Cook County, and, and in Cook County, the yeah. home monitoring—they're not monitoring. Right. No. No. Not at all. Not well, at all. Matter of fact, you know, Mark, the man on the street said what these guys are doing is they're putting aluminum foil over these home monitoring devices so they're not detected when they're doing other crimes. Because he said there was an incident up in Wilmette or Evanston or someplace up north where somebody did something and they were they had a home monitoring. You know, device on, yeah. but it was covered by aluminum foil, so they couldn't see it. Oh, wow. Couldn't be detected. Yeah. All right, Jim, thanks so much for, yeah. for calling us, brother. Enjoy. One day you got to take me down yeah, there I with will. you. You will go. You'll, you'll have a lot of fun. All right. See you on the 17th, bro. All right. Absolutely. I All right. Day mark All okay. right. That works. Yeah, I got a buddy on house arrest right now. They're on him. Yeah. Like they're, they're managing his, his every movement, everything. Yeah. Let's go, let's go back to the phone lines. Mitchell, welcome back to Black and Right. Thanks so much for calling back. Hey there, John. Hey there, Verlon. What's going on, Mitchell? Um, How you doing? You were talking about, Verlon, the CIA and the FBI. First of all, there's a distinction. The CIA is supposed to basically have counterintelligence only in international and foreign countries. Correct. 
Yeah, but we both know that's not true. The, the FBI handles domestic problems within right. the United States. Now, when Jagger Hoover put together COINTELPRO from nineteen seventy from nineteen fifty six to seventy one, it gave the agency unlimited powers to do whatever they want to anybody that they chose to. Now, when you look at basically the CIA, you got George Bush. He runs the Bay of Pigs. Okay, that was supposed to be called Operation Trinidad. And they change it to Zapata because Zapata is the oil that the, the Bushes have. So they always had ways to what I call fund their clandestine affairs by out, without having congressional oversight. And, you know, these agencies don't exactly, you know, have a communication with each other by design. And you have to realize this, you know, if they want to come after you, they can do whatever they want. And what it comes down to it is don't get caught up with what I call the, the, the people that really control things because they have a political agenda. Yeah. And daddy yeah. they're never going to come back. They're always going to get what they want. Mitchell, you when, are, you thank you. Mitchell, when, when are you going to come on the boat cruise? When, uh, when, when my schedule permits, so I, I definitely want to get back uh, down at some point. All right. All Thanks right, so Mitch. much for calling, Mitchell. You listen to the Black and Right, Hour 3, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed the first two hours, head over to 560TheAnswer.com, download the podcast. You don't have to sit through the commercials. I'd also ask you to follow me on all of my social media platforms. I'm on Rumble. I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, at Black and Right Radio on all of those social media platforms. Um, be sure to follow me. Um, Troublemaker, you've been really quiet over there today. Well, you know, I, I asked the tough questions that I wanted to ask, and I made the tough, tough answers. Questions, tough yeah, questions. I asked some tough. tough. Well, I made some tough <laughs> observations uh, and, and and made some statements that did. I really. Wanted to get out. You stopped me in the beginning. We come to no, the Brianna no, Taylor. No, thing. I, I stopped you because you, when you when you make those questions or allegations, and I don't believe it to be true, and or I have a question about it, I'll, I'm, I'm going to interject to say, wait a minute, that's uh, not the, the fullness. The problem of- is you don't admit the fault in the system when it came to her case alone. You want to. Dismiss what I'm saying. I thought I did. Remember, and I showed last was two weeks ago. I did admit that you know with with them not checking the postal information, dude. That's they should have. Listen, when you're going out on to to serve a warrant, you gotta check with the postmaster to make sure that it's the address that you're you're headed to. They didn't do that. Well, the reason why I got so hyper is because that caller started talking about Ann Coulter. Let me tell you something. Most of America don't agree with Ann Coulter. It's just a sliver. Uh, of the same type of people that listen to the same type of news that he listens to. And you want to talk about people like that being on the ball. People like that don't even understand. 
You know, they don't understand those type of situations. So, I'm, and he wants to say, well, the DOJ is wrong. Yeah, you could be wrong a lot of the times. The DOJ is wrong when it comes to Trump. But when it comes to this, they did a two-year investigation, and they found fraudulent doc- documents that where that officer lied and a, de- and a detective lied. So guess what? They're going to jail, and, sir. And, and guess what? I they are going wait, to jail. Out. Did I disagree with you? No, you didn't on that. They went and met up and tried to change the story of, you know, yeah. get their story together. Because they knew they, they were sh- wrong. You, you shouldn't do that. Because guess they what? knew they were wrong. They felt that they weren't going to have a leg to stand on. And guess what? They still don't. And those four officers are going to jail, sir, if you're yeah, still listening. But, but the actions that took place that night, the actions, that, again, I'll, I have to say this, the actions that took place that night, Brianna's Taylor is alive because don't give me that crap that he didn't know that they were police coming into his house. You can't say he was lying. He knew. Uh, you can't say I he was lying. Guarantee. He said Phil, he didn't know anything until the I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I, 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 I'm going to have to disagree with you. Okay. I, I don't think he knew. He was he was uh, supposedly asleep. Yeah. Someone. You wake up out of a dead sleep and someone's coming through your door. You got yeah. a gun. You're going to do what you're going to do. They, Thank you. But they, it was it was a no knock ward. But I, it, they it, still announced the counts banged on the door. Yeah. For minutes. Yeah. The cops banged on the door and said, we're the police. Yeah. If you saw the video, which I showed you the video, Valon, yeah. they were out there knocking. Police, police, open up. This is the police. Open up. This is the police. And he jumped up. You know, the the fact the fact that they're knocking on the door saying this is the police doesn't mean he's gotta open up the door. He has the constitutional right to keep his door closed. Yeah. You don't have to let anyone into your house. They got a search warrant and they've then they've got to announce we have a warrant. I didn't hear them announce that they had a warrant. They said police. I I, I do believe they did. they did. They They did did announce they had a warrant. They did. Yeah, but you can't say he heard it. They were in their bedroom. You can't say he heard it. That's where You ever have cops bang on your door? Yeah, oh, you're banging on people's okay. doors. I oh, have. Time out. Time out. Time out. I have. I have something. The night my son shot and killed himself. Guess who responded to my house? Police. Banging on my door. Police. I went to. I thought. I. Th- I went to go grab my gun because it's one. It's what twelve one o'clock in the morning, and I'm glad I didn't, because I heard. Then he, he's like, "Hey, police, police! You know what I did? Put it away." Mm-hmm. And I was waking up out of my sleep, so I was disoriented. And a reasonable person, that's what a reasonable person would do and when they notice that it's the police. Yeah, but he said he Maybe. didn't know. No, a, I said a reasonable, a reasonable person Maybe would be Maybe it depends on where you live. The, yeah. Depending on where you live, the police come knocking on your door anytime. You, you've got to be alert. So you're in danger. Yeah. You're in real danger. And you cannot prove that man heard police. Well, you're especially in danger if you shoot through the door. Right. Right. Yeah. But you still cannot prove that that man heard them say police. You can't disprove it either. Okay, well that's where the impasse so, comes so, in. So, and, and guess guess who the guess who the, the courts have have sided with? Oh the yeah, police. Yeah, but they sided with him. Well, this time they couldn't even bring it to a jury well, well, or, but, or but whatever. Reason, but why they because they they found out at, the, at later that they colluded and, and and tried to change the stories and all that. They didn't even announce that at first. Yeah. They just said, well, he was within his rights. The, before all of this well, had well, come about, Trump this took two years. Well, the Trump DOJ started the investigation. Okay. The Trump DOJ. Not well, the, so, somebody bangs on your door. You got the right to shoot through the door? No. No. He said he didn't do it to him. He just came off the door. When they came through the door, that's when he shot, and he was proven to be right. So he knew there was the cops, then. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, it was dark. <laughs> yeah. It was he dark. Was no, cops. no. He knew it, it was the Even cops. the police said it was dark, because that's how they got yeah. past their story Vlad, in the first you, you, place. You ever seen, you ever seen, and I showed you the video, you ever seen a, a, a police raid? 
No. When they when they when they go for with a warrant? No. They light up that house. Well, this one was dark. That, and that's no. why they said they were shooting Willie Nell. No, that house, go ahead. I've been raided a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? I, I know what it looks like to be yeah. raided. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times they don't come through like that. They don't they don't come through full fledged. They come yeah. through creeping. And honestly, in certain neighborhoods and you know, there's been cliques and people known to do home invasions. That's the best way to get a person's attention. Yeah, Police what, open yeah, up. Yeah, what about that? What? What did he just say? I'm sorry. I'm, somebody, I'm, I'm, lying, open up. somebody lying, trying to do a home invasion. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Knock on your door, exactly say it's the police, and then they come through and put everybody on the ground. Yeah. yeah, guess what you do? You get up and check. What? If somebody's knocking on my door, I'm going to go see who this person is. Yeah, and when you open that door, they kick the door in and put everybody on the ground, and they're not the police. And I'm going to put every round that I possibly can in them. Didn't you just say if they, when they said it was the police, you put your gun down? My door is right there, though. My door is right there. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, that comes. That that comes from somebody I'm a, that I'm got a, away from the hood and don't know how it still goes down. People well, do I home invasions. Called you something. Got yeah. away from the hood. Got away. Really? See, you were in the project. You're different between the really? projects and the hood. In, dude, I wasn't just in the projects. The projects, you ain't getting up in no buildings the like that unless they know I you. I wasn't just in the yeah, projects, no, first of all. you in the buildings like that. You got to you get past <laughs> right. who no. down there in the vestibule. No, no, no that's, that's, that's not how it works. I wasn't just in the projects, bro. Bro, boy, I, I would say something, but I can't. You know, because I don't live that life no more. I'm glad I got no. you tongue-tied. No, I, no, you ain't got me tongue-tied. I'm just protecting myself. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not just from the projects, bro. Okay. There's some people that know who I am. Okay. You best believe that. My family and I, and was I think, from wait, the Robert Taylor. Wait, time out. Hold on. No, I got to address this now. Because I think sometimes a lot of people, they see this soft, mild, meek John, don't know I come from the gutter, bro. Mm-hmm. I come from that. I come from that. And you know what? I don't want I don't want my kids to have to come from what I came from to, to struggle how I struggled. You know, living off of of, of seasoned sauce sandwiches and and, and butter and, che- and and sugar sandwiches and mom's a drug addict and beating my mom being beat up every night when I was a kid and having drug drug and prostitutes, my uncles were pimps and things of that nature. See, I don't talk about that a lot. But just because I'm not there now doesn't mean I don't get the feeling and I don't get the understanding of it. And that's why when I was a cop, I was a great cop because I understood what people were going through, what people were feeling. When I was a legislator, I understood people's issues. I understood their problems. I understood the, all those things. Now that I'm on the radio, I'm able to address it even and have a platform to bring people like this together to have these discussions about that. So because I'm not there now don't mean I don't get it and understand it. Because guess what? Pain is pain. Heartache is heartache. Trouble is trouble. Fear is fear. Um, it doesn't change. The circumstance change, but those things never change. Just because I don't talk about a lot of, of what I've been through don't mean I, I, ain't, I ain't that Negro. And what, and what are you doing now? You're preaching to the choir because I have spoken on this yeah. show about what I've gone through. So I've gone through the same thing. Yeah. Like I was about to say, my family from the Robert Taylors and where you from, Pregritty Green, the Fords was from Pregritty Green, the Galloways from the project. And I yeah. grew up in the hood and I was there with them and I grew up in the hood myself. Eating syrup yeah. sandwiches and, yeah, pa- and patties. There. You know what patties are? I do. Flour. Yeah. Sh- and if not even sugar. Flour and salt and pepper. Yeah. And that's how you, and water. And that's how but, you fried it but, on the stove but. and ate it. You know what's interesting in today's society, right? And I was going to do a post addressing this. That so many individuals, and they do with music and everything, they be braggadocious about being from certain communities like it's a good thing. And the individual of a man, when a, when a, when a, when a young man grows up in his mindset, 
when he doesn't take pride in being from a deplorable neighborhood because the yeah. goal is to get out of it. That's right. And these young kids nowadays are taking pride in why. Yeah. Your goal is to get out Look, of it. What, what was uh, Masterpiece brother name? Murder, murder, uh, murder C? C murder. C murder. Uh, look at him. He couldn't leave. He couldn't live, leave the hood. Now he's locked up for the rest Stuck of his life. life. Right. He ain't never you know. Guess what? When you can get out, that's why I'm not. I'm, I'm proud of Lil Dirk and all these guys. When you get out, get out. We'll be right back. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I had to uh, educate the troublemaker there for a minute, you know, because, you know, he tries to pull my black card a few times every now and again. Right, troublemaker? That's right. <laughs> I hope you guys don't, because people see us go at it, Villain, uh, but neither one of us ever take it personally. No. You know, but see, that's that's another problem with society now. They take everything personal. Yeah, we never, t- we neither one of us ever take it personal. That's because we come up in a de- in a generation where the signifying was a thing. It was a character yeah. builder. Yeah. Well, you can actually disagree with somebody and still be friends with them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I know oh, that's, that's a true. fiction now. Yeah, but that yeah. It does exist. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I agree with that. But in this society, I think that's what that's where we've devolved. You know, in, Conf- in, in society, Conf- conflict resolution skills. You know, what I mean, a lot of people don't know how to communicate. Yeah. They take a form of disrespect, whether it's something so so minute, and they take it out of contrast. Because mm. in hindsight, a lot of people just aren't taught them conflict resolution uh, skills. Mm. It is. You hey, know? hey, hey, Signor, it's not. I wish it's just just water. That's all it is. <laughs> Somebody said on YouTube. Oh, that's a big bottle of vodka. No, it's not. Um, let's go to the man on the street. Mark, welcome back to Black and Right, brother. Hey, it's Mark Waterloo, man on the street. It's good hearing you and uh, the Red Velvet. I haven't heard the Red Velvet song for a while. Do you still play that? Yeah, I, I got it. You know, you know, it, it, it may or may not, you know, have a have a have a life. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> see, that's called taking it. Well, I hope he wins. I hope he wears that red velvet suit on the boat cruise. And, oh, uh, looking forward to seeing all you guys on the boat cruise. Yeah. Oh, I'll be there. We will. Yeah, hope to see you there. I know you're going to be there, Mark. What's going on? What's the update oh, yeah. you got? I've, I've got. Uh, well, I uh, one big story I I did. It's going to be an Illinois review this next week. Is I covered Stephanie Trussell's uh, news conference. She's running with Darren Bailey for governor, but she did a news conference on Madison and Pulaski to show how uh, J.B. Pritzker and Lori Lightfoot are treating Chicago. And just that, that's, that's where uh, Stephanie grew up there in, in Garfield Park. And she said it's just, it's not like it was when she was little. And she was pointing this out. It didn't get a lot of coverage, but we're, we're pushing the story. And we just need to get Chicago in better shape. One other quick thing that uh, 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 Jim from South Elgin mentioned, in Wilmette where they arrested those three uh, uh, guys in the, in the car chase, the one gentleman had uh, aluminum foil around his ankle bracelet. Yeah, he saw Just that. Like he Sarah saw that. Connor, Sarah Connor on Terminator kept her phone in an aluminum bag so yeah. they couldn't trace her. Yeah. This is nothing new. And I, I don't understand how Tim Evans, who runs the courts, and the other people, whoever is monitoring this, why is this not a bigger issue? So No, they uh, haven't. Cook County they, Court has not been. Cook County Sheriff's have not been monitoring. I mean, these, these guys are getting ankle bracelets. They're out on bail, quote unquote. Zero bail, and they're not being tracked. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And why is they don't work half the time anyway? I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I think certain cases. I think maybe certain cases might take precedence over others because, like I said, I know some cases. 
they might not be sweating them, but I know one individual in particular, they're on him. Like, yeah, your buddy. Him. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, the case in Wilmette, they were there. Yeah. What'd you say, Mark? Well, the case in Wilmette, they were, uh, they stole a car and they were chasing them in a high speed chase. They, they flipped the car over right on uh, the edge of Wilmette Kenworth, and it was two juveniles and a 20 year old. And, uh, yeah, it's just incredible that this guy had the ankle bracelet. It seems like immediately his bail would be revoked and that he couldn't get bail ever again if he, if he tampered with the ankle bracelet. So that's my one suggestion. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if Tim Evans and Lori Lightfoot and Kim Fox or, you know, would they ever listen to somebody like me? Or how about you guys? You no, guys you white. They won't listen to the me. white people. You white peoples. No. <laughs> they wouldn't do it, Mike. Mark, thanks so much for calling, Mark. Man on the street. All Always right. appreciate I'll your see perspective. See you guys on the boat. All right, brother. I'll see you on the boat. All right, brother. Bye. Speaking of the boat, boat show September 17th. I bought my ticket. From 12 to 3. Uh, you can head over to 560theanswer.com. Um, click on the link. Purchase a ticket. Tickets are only $56. All you can eat, all you can drink. Really? So come have have fun. We we start boarding at 11. Uh, we The show is over at 2.30. Uh, on the 17th because football is coming on at 3. Oh, so yeah. I hope to see you guys. Guys, you better hurry up. If you want to come, you better get your tickets because they are flying off the shelf. Um, and don't say I didn't warn you. So if you want to, I'm still looking for sponsors. So if you want to sponsor the show, I mean, sponsor the boat cruise, please um, reach us, reach out to us. Uh, 560answer.com. Give us a call here. Uh, or email me, blackandrightradio at gmail.com. And um, I'll forward over everything to the um, sales team. Uh, where were we headed? Oh, we were talking about A and E, your show, um, sixty days in. Now I know there's a lot you can and cannot talk about, um, um, but this show has like taken off. Why do you think there's so much interest in a show like Sixty Days In? Well, I think the whole insight and just people people are attracted to that reality TV. They want to see that. That reality TV, but I think this particular season is different from rest. I know it's different from the rest, but especially during this pandemic and the quarantine, you know, these conditions in these jails, they call they call the pandemic in these jails super spreaders, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the conditions in there, it's not very clean. A lot of people are put together. But the exposure that it got, the, the deaths within the prisons and jails and in the quarantine procedures that they got now, who knows if they're getting federal additional federal funding to have these principles for a quarantine unit put in place. But in hindsight, I'm going to go in there and uh, show the world to see if their quarantine procedure works. Yeah. So let's see if it works. Yeah, I think people want to try to put themselves in your shoes uh, of the people of these and the situations because I think I watched like two or three episodes. What season is this? This is this is season seven and um, seven. Yeah, it, they haven't been able to do a new season in the past two years because of the pandemic. And unfortunately, the last season of this show, and just like I addressed earlier, the last season, it got a lot of negativity because you had a bunch of grown men. They, they all met each other before they went in there. It became like a competition, a game. Who can get the most drugs? Who can tell the most people? And it almost became sad. This season, they wanted to make a difference, not only in the system, but in people. And unfortunately. Some people have their mission, what they're going to do, and I have my mission. And like I said, I, I know my mission is in life, and it's the same principles that I went in there and that, you know? I think that's one of the episodes I was watching. They had these confidential informants, and they were working with them to try to bust people. I think that's what I was watching. Right, and you'll see, you'll, see when you say confidential informant, that kind of hits me hard. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, and I understand your perspective, because I was the one in prison watching that show, too. Look at these, look at these guys. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some of those guys do play that role very well. Mm. Me, 
I've done 13 years in the joint for never telling. You know what I mean? I, I, I could, I just can't have that against me. You know what I mean? Right. So how did they? How, how did you get approached? How did you? Uh, how did you? Can you talk about that? How a yeah, reached out to you? Yeah, they wind up hitting me up on uh, Instagram because of TikTok know? or Instagram. Yeah, because they, they hit me up probably because of TikTok. I've had multiple videos, but TikTok, unless you follow somebody, they can't give you a direct message. So they wind right. up going through through uh, Instagram. But even on the show, they showed like my uh, viral videos advocating like. Uh, being a productive felon, reduce recidivism. Like one post I did. If you're a convicted felon that did time, but you're out here in the free world surviving and thriving now, yeah. drop them DOC numbers and let them know it's retired. That It's like so many people comment on it, dropping their DOC numbers. I got a K61500 number. It's retired. So when people drop them comments like that, that's actually a very productive thing because you're seeing other guys went through that system, went through that life, and they're, they're living an advantageous life now. So mm-hmm. it helps others. You know, it's, yeah. it's a pro- productive post. I think one of the other things that that show is such a success about is no one's ever gone into the prisons to see what it's really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, and I have to tell you, you know, I, I watch the show and I say to myself, yeah, I remember what certain things are like like that. But they're, when you're there, it's different. Yeah. It's different. The what dirt, do you mean different? The, the dirt, the filth, the cruelty, yeah. uh, the food. I mean, the heat, the, the cold. <laughs> oh, nobody knows what it's like to be cold. Yeah. I mean, the cold is the worse than the, than the heat. No one knows what it's like to be thrown in the shoe. Like yeah. I said earlier, my ex-wife called the prison and she couldn't get satisfaction on getting me thrown in the shoe saying I had a cell phone. She called the prosecutor. The prosecutor called down there. They put me in a shoe for 23 days. Yeah. Now, I never experienced hair falling out, you know, hives, um, Depression. I never experienced any yeah. of that until you get thrown in a box for twenty four hours a day. Yeah, you don't come out. You yeah. know, and this this show, it like for me to do all that time. You know what I mean? Because there were times in the county jail I couldn't even post about and I paroled. But the fact that I was actually going to go into jail again. And after yeah, doing that time, it was like surreal. Yeah. I could not believe it. Mentally, right? You had to get over that point. And then the, the, when I finally realized when they showed on the show and I put my head against it when he started patting me down. And I put my head against that concrete one. I said, Jesus Christ, I'm really doing this. Wow. But it's for a purpose. Yeah. It's for a purpose. You know, um, you, um, Bob, you said nobody knows Cole. I know Cole. I, um, I was homeless. I slept outside in abandoned cars winter. And my good friend, uh, Tony and his mom took me into the house. And then my good, after that, my good friend Barrett and his mom, Calvin Brown and Edna and Calvin Brown took me in. And, um, I've been through a lot in life and I'm just so glad that God, you know, shone upon me to, to, to make it through. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose, whoa, 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 making moves, I need some room, whoa, 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 it's always cold, with donuts. I can let this music play now because Facebook has shut down the channel for right now because they don't know and realize that we're a radio show on, on, on terrestrial radio. Wake up, Facebook. Uh, welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I just told Valon, I had Valon bring me some coffee because I said, we're not arguing enough, so I don't, I can't, you know, I can't function, you know? <laughs> we're going to let it play out this time. Uh, I like the new one better. Yeah. So I play this song, Red Velvet, because he came to, the, was it Freedom Summit? Freedom Summit. With a red velvet jacket. So and red velvet suede suede shoes, right? Suede shoes, yeah, and, the, red. and the jacket was actually corduroy. 
It was sweet. It was it was red velvet. <laughs> I'm, hey, that's my answer. I'm sticking to it a lot. Um, as you guys know, one of the things that I do on this show is bring on candidates. Uh, because one thing I know is that when you're running for office, and um, it's sometimes hard to get media. So it's time. It's hard to get your message out of why you want to run for office. Um, because especially when you're running against an incumbent, and I wanted to um, bring on somebody that's running for the 80th House District, which I believe it was. I believe it was the seven. I forget. I forget. Maybe they didn't change the actual number of of this district. <laughs> But he's running for the 80th House District, Al Kuypers. Al, welcome to Black and Right. Great to be here, John. Good yeah. to talk to you. It was so good to see you over at the uh, Lincoln Way um, Academy, Christian Academy, uh, as you guys were out there trying to get that school. I actually had Jenny on earlier today, so I, I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I listened to that when you had Jeannie on. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Al, uh, you know... Why run? <laughs> one, one thing I tell people, people come to me and say, dude, should I run for office? No, don't do it. Run. Uh, because one thing about good people who run for office, they, there's a destruction mechanism that kicks in that they try to. And, and I won't say that about Anthony DeLuca because I've, I've served with Anthony DeLuca, Anthony John DeLuca. Uh, I do know he's a he's a good natured person. He's not he's not he won't come after you that way. But why run for office in the 80, to become the next state representative for the 80th district? Well, John, I, I got a. I've been married forty three years. I got five married kids and fourteen grandkids, and and I, I see in what these kids are bringing home that they were have been being taught in the room. That was the final stroke when I seen them teaching kindergartners about masturbation and LGBTQ innuendos and and um and I just said, you know what, I I I got to try to do something about this and um. And I think we can do better. I just know we can do better all the way from economics to social issues. Everything needs to be, it needs to change. Uh, you know, we're the most, the highest tax people in the nation yeah. and we're 50th in fiscal stability. There's something wrong there, you know? So, you know, it was just, I said, it's time, is t- it's time that I got to try to do something. I just retired last year. The last thing on my mind was running for politics, but uh, once I saw that stuff, I, I said, you know what, I got to throw my hat in the ring and see if I can do something about it. Uh, sir, Al. I want uh, Al, I'm sorry. Yes. Al, I want to yes. know, what agenda are you running on? What are you trying to bring to the table? I want you to make your pitch. Well, you know, the, I run a business for 35 years, and in those 35 years, I had to work within within my budget, and I I get this, you know. We all joke and laugh about it that we're we're in the state of Illinois, and you know corruption is is what it is. Uh, but there's no reason with that kind of money that we bring in in Illinois that we can't balance this budget and start getting this thing heading heading in the right direction. That's one thing. The second thing is is all these. This stuff that's being pushed on our kids. Now, I just got a picture the other day of 
tampon machines and and Kotex machines and in the boys', the boys bed, yeah. high school bathroom. Yeah, I, I mean, this, it yeah. doesn't even make any sense yeah. whatsoever that we're pushing this stuff on our kids. They'll learn that stuff in their own time. We don't have to be pushing it on. And I, you know, I I, I know it's an agenda that's been creeping up on us, creeping up on us, but it it's crossed a bridge. That's too far, in my opinion. No, those are two of the issues, and I know that we got a lot of problems. I don't even know where to start some of them, but there is a way we can deal with this, the energy thing. If we all switch to electric cars tomorrow, we only got enough energy electric to power 22% of them. We have to move to renewables, but we can't do it today. It's going to take a generation to get this job done, and we're all suffering because of it. So, you know, I, I, there's, a, there's a lot of issues, but the, the, the one that was the straw that broke the camel's back was when uh, I seen that material coming home from my first grade grand, grandkid. So I couldn't believe that they were teaching that to a six-year-old. So, Okay, well, what, what's, but, your, what's, your, what's your district made up of? Real quick, we're at like 25 seconds. Yeah, well, we got, um, it's probably 25% Hispanic, 30% African-American, and then 45% white. I'm, I'm not sure if that's what you're asking. I know it's 50%. Yeah. 54%. Hey, 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 Al, Al, we got to go to break. I'll, I'll hold you over okay. for a few more minutes on the next segment because I want to see how, I want you to pitch to the people how they can help help with the campaign. And we've had a great, robust discussion about criminal justice reform. I want to get your perspective and opinion on that. You listen to Black and Right, more with Al Kuypers when we return. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Uh, before the break, we were talking to uh, Al Kuypers, who's running for the 80th um, district in, uh, for the state to go and serve down in Springfield. Uh, Lucky Chucky, you had a question? Yeah, uh, you had mentioned that the show in general, we uh, we address a lot of issues here, especially criminal justice reform. So uh, you running for Congress in the state of Illinois, and me being on the show six days in, receiving an award from the state for helping other ex-felons, signed by uh, Pritzker himself, you know, uh, I would just pose the question to you that what can you do to reduce recidivism, reduce crime, and also help the average ex-offender in your community to make sure they don't re-offend again? Yeah, you know, I've... I'm real aware of the House Bill 3653. I'm not sure if this bill is the most healthiest uh, thing that we can do. Um, I think 100 out of 102 yeah. uh, have uh, come against State's it. attorneys. Uh, um, these state's attorneys, correct. You know, I, I've, I've been in recovery and working with recovering people a lot. I know that we all need second chances. You know, there is, there is a lot of truth to the fact, though, if you do the crime, you got to do the time. But while we're in there, I know that we have education and stuff that guys can do and gals when, when, they're, uh, when they're in jail. to re, So when they do get reintroduced into the public, they got to put the stand on. I know one of them guys in the studio today said when he got out, he didn't have a dime and he had a couple buddies that helped him. We got to make sure that we have something available for these guys and girls when they do get out. And I don't, I don't know what that is, but we're going to have Wait, hey, hey, Al, Al, I, yeah. I, I would, uh, I would ask you to get acquainted with Safer Foundation. 
Uh, I used to work there. I worked there for six years. Uh, it's a great uh, institution that helps um, uh, or formerly incarcerated is what they call them now. Uh, or former offenders. I don't, they, they change what, know, what, what they call ex right. They change it every day. Every, change, depending on the flavor of the week. But uh, Safer Foundation, um, that's a good place to, uh, if, if you haven't visited, I would reach out if I were you to say, hey, look, I'm running for office. I would love to see what you guys are doing. I think um, you can get a lot of good uh, uh, information from them. It's awesome. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, anybody else got a question for him? Al, I just wanted to make a comment, and maybe Chucky can say what the state was like. When I was in the feds, they clearly they pretended they had all these classes, and they clearly show them on the curriculum. There is no way an inmate attends them. You cannot get the class. I tried to no take kidding. every single class I was able to take, and every week they would cancel it. Every every time they'd say, we're not offering that class. The, the feds were not helpful to try to rehabilitate these men. Now, I came in at a very old age, so in, in my mind, I didn't need to go and try to find you know a different trade at this particular point. But, Chucky, how's the state as far as getting people classes? It depends what particular correctional center you're in. You could be in a medium, a minimum, a max, but now they have a Kiwani Life Skills Prison in which that prison is designed to help individuals that want to go there that are short, that have been locked up a while to gain, get them access and job training skills to when they get out with they're ready. But most prisons as a whole, there's waiting lists just to get into a class and there's this and that and a lot of factors involved and sometimes it's it's a very hard task just to get. It's, it's hard to get classes and better yourself in prison. I saw that. Plus, the inmates, a majority of them, don't even want to go to these classes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Al, how can people um, get involved in the campaign? You got a website? You got any place? Any social media pages? Pages? Yeah. Uh, my uh, website's Al Al Kuipers for uh, for representative. dot com. Can, can you spell that last name so people can know? K U Y. P E R S and uh and we're having a fundraiser September twelfth at uh C D and Me in Frankfurt. So anybody in the South Side knows where that place is at. It's uh from six to nine. Uh Phil Nagel and myself are hosting it. Jeannie Ives is gonna be a keynote speaker for us and I got about fourteen other candidates that are running for rep that are gonna be there. And then there's another one on Bourbon Street on the um the fourteenth. Uh Kristen McGovern's uh, hosting that one. Oh, Christina, one I love her. Yeah, Kristen. she's awesome. Yeah. And Darren Bailey and Kathy Selby and uh, Tom DeVore are going to be at that one also. So, um, yeah, just look me up. I could use all the help I can get. I met um, Anthony DeLuca Tuesday night. Me and him were at the same event, and we talked quite a bit. He is a, he is a nice guy. It's just I'll be really is. a little bit on the issues than, yeah. uh, than he will be in that. And that's what we both said. We don't want to sling no mud, you know. We just want to, uh, what's the difference between the way you would vote and I would vote right. and that and let the people decide, you know. And that's what I've been doing is trying to listen to the people as, I, as I'm as i campaigning, going to different places. So Yeah. Well, Al, thanks so much for joining us on Black and Right, brother. Go out there and work hard, man. And, you know, you got to knock those doors. You got to meet as many people as you possibly can. Amen. Hey, you and the troublemakers showed me something today when you guys said, you know, we can disagree, but we could still talk about things. Because before I started running, my first nature was disagree and then just <laughs> to hang up and shut the phone off. You know, but uh, it, it, you guys go at it, but yeah. you still come up with a solution. Yeah. So. I, I also think uh, if you listen to the show, all of us in here, we didn't all agree about 
everything, but yet no. we're still having a civil conversation. I think yeah. sometimes, you know, people don't think conversations can be civil, so they don't have them, you know. So yeah. uh, right. thanks so much, Al Kuypers. Al Kuypers, what's the website again? It, it's Kuypers for Rep is, is a website, K-U-Y-P-E-R-S, and the number four rep. All right. Thank Al Kuypers, running for the 80th Legislative District. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. All right, John. Have a good one. You as well. Sorry. All right, John. They're so ideologically driven, and we know people like that. Oh, yeah. They will not even try to have the conversation. They cross you off. I know people, trust me, if they're listening to the show right now, there's no way they would talk to you. Yeah. No way at all. That's true. Yeah, you just you just wrote off as a human. I welcome period. people of difference of opinion. Me too. Uh, it's, it's how I've grown my entire life. We can learn. That's right. You listen to Black and White. Final segment coming up next. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Stop, stop. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Um, uh, person who wants to call in for Lucky Chucky, please call in. I don't want to say your name. I want to give you away. Uh, it's somebody you've known for a very long time, Lucky Chucky. You were a youngster. All right. <laughs> you are a youngster. But um, I really want to thank you guys for coming in today. This is our final segment. Oh, he's, uh, he's on the line. Uh, we'll go straight to it. I'm not going to get any introduction. Just Yeah, I'm not going to give any introduction to this caller. Just go right at it, sir. Welcome, to Black and, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, it's always great to be on. And I'm still part of this young man. I knew when he was 10 years old. Hey, Chucky, it's Sergeant Dino, man. What's up? <laughs> Sergeant Dino F- Heckerman? You know it. Yeah. How are you, man? <laughs> Police I'm so, officer. I'm so proud of you. Look at you, man. You know what? I, I know remember. the only way you... Oh, are you kidding me? I heard the voice. I Listen, the only way you made this change is because Jesus. You have a relationship with Jesus. I can see it in your face. I do. Yeah. I do. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm so proud of you, man. And oh, I remember this young man uh, when he was 10. And uh, you know what? To hear him on the radio... He was just there, officer? service. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. About 70 pounds thinner. But uh, I got to tell you, I'm very encouraged because for an old guy like me, put 30 years in and I hear this young man, um, you know, pivot and change uh, because of God's grace. And now he's on a mission to make a difference. Uh, That is a blessing. I'm going to continue to pray for you that God leads your path and you continue to shine for him and you continue to make a difference. Good job, Chuck. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you. That's what's up. I always love hearing that. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much, Dino. All right. Um, it's always good to hear people who knew you. I mean, you, I mean, it was a cop. It's interesting, the people that I got reaching out. I got people trying to bribe me, too, believe it or not. <laughs> I got somebody sent me a video from 12 years ago talking about, look at this video. Yeah, you want so? to get out to the media? I said, you yeah, know what please. I said? It was 12 years ago. Yeah. It don't matter. You, right. You've got in front of everything. People are coming out the woodwork. In the last two minutes... Uh, this is America, uh, the land of second chances. Why, is. why is second chances important? To you two, Chuck, Bob, why is it important to, 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 to extend second chances to people who've messed up? You know, <clears throat> it's funny because a man could do something his entire life and do one mistake and he's judged and, and, and ridiculed the rest of his life that that's what he's done. Um, you know, especially in my situation. I've never used a drug. I've never transported a drug. I've never been in the drug business. And people are like, oh, he finally got caught. 
Well, no, I didn't finally get caught. I never did anything, and I still didn't do anything. So you're looked at a little bit differently. Now, it's sad for somebody that's 35 or 40 years of age that's getting out of jail and has a stigma. So it's so important to be able to give them that second chance. Now, the one thing I will say about this country, bad publicity is still good publicity. It doesn't matter who it is. And I could mention every celebrity. I could mention every movie star. They still prosper their career. That's true. Chucky, give out your, your handles, all your social medias, and, and things of that nature, too, and, and answer that question. Well, let about me just a say something about second chances. You know, I feel like in my life I've had so many chances right now. I gave up on myself, and there's so many people out there that gave up on themselves. That's why the drug epidemic in this country, people are getting high, people suicide rates, people seem like they just don't care. Yeah. People need hope nowadays. And for me to change my life around, and even Bob's story about how he was unjust by the justice system, you know, like I said, the truth is always revealed. 30 seconds. Know? The truth is always revealed. Give me a follow back at YouTube, TikTok. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're on their Instagram, Facebook. We're going to be everywhere. So I'm even on Twitter. I'm what even you, on Twitter. It's all Lucky underscore Chucky or Lucky zero zero Chucky. But mostly Lucky underscore Chucky. Even wow. on YouTube. And gotcha. you got to check out Bob, too. Bob is starting his TikTok. You know what yep. I mean? Make sure you give him a follow back so you can follow more of his stories and show you be showing paperwork. Everything. Yeah. We're going to get the attention. Philip Kiss, Larry Biala, Lucky Chucky. Robert Allegra, Troublemaker. I think that was a good show today. It was. Thank you for I, having us. I, enjoy, I enjoyed you, you guys. To the YouTube crowd, DJ Pete, thank you so much. Um, and if my son is listening, Alec Allegra, I want him to know that his dad loves him and will never stop loving See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.